Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. From Hollywood, we bring you The Lawrence Welk Show. And now, our musical host, maestro Lawrence Welk. Welcome back, horror fiends, to the internet's best horror and entertainment podcast. This is the Graveyard Shift. I am your host, Draven, and with me always is my band of misfit co-host, Basif. Hey there. Male girl, Barbarella. Hello. And our special guest tonight, Tracy Quinn. Hi. Before we get the show started, of course we want to thank our sponsor, Graveyard Records and Movie Maniacs. Please check out the website, www.graveyardrecords.com. On the show tonight, we're going to be doing a spotlight on Horror Home Weekend, a couple toy reviews, some movie reviews from Your Next and Hatchet 3, all that good shit. Uh, but the first thing we're going to get into is a little thing we started to talk about last show. I think we should talk about more since with Horror Home getting closer, especially on that forum, it's being talked about a lot, which is photo ops and multiple autographs being a problem at conventions. Now, when it comes to photo ops... What do you think, guys? Is it worth paying the ridiculous amount of money to have a professional photographer take your photo and uh, pay even more money to get a digital download so you own the photo? Or do you like it better to just the old school table method where you would pay for an autograph and you get a photo free on your camera, you already own the picture, and you can do with it as you please? I say it's better off just uh, doing the old school way. Go up, meet the star, have a little conversation with them, you know, get your items signed, and then ask if you can get a photo with them, whether it be a lean over the table or if the star comes out from behind the table or you go behind the table. I think that's much better. I like those photos better since it's on my camera. I'm not really all that interested in paying a quote-unquote professional to take my photo and then later, you know, bend me over to uh, charge me for a digital download. So I'll pass on the photo ops. I've never done it. Won't do it. Well, I take that back. I did it once, but it, it was a special occasion. You know, yeah, uh, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis will never happen again. Yeah, and I was foolish enough to think I couldn't get a photo with her, regardless. So That's I did it. True, but and remember, the money was going to charity. Yes, a portion of it did go to charity. Yeah, the rest went to Jamie Lee. <laughs> Possibly. We don't know no that for sure. We oh, know it. Too. Okay, well. I heard she added a, a third wing to her house. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, Linda Blair does it she for the dogs. She daddy's and, money, though. You know. Yeah, well, Linda Blair does it for the dogs, and she does it for a third wing for the house. Nice. Anyhow, for me, I think old school is probably better, because that means that you actually kind of met the person instead of like, oh, look, paying all this money to have my picture taken with a prop. Well, and really, you know, I've done the photo ops. They turn out nice, but it really is, you know, you walk in, stand on the X, look at the camera, they right. go... Well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like, it's, here you go. It's like, lo and behold, it's like Disney World. You go there and here, take your picture with Mickey. Stand right here. Look this way. Nope, turn your head this way. You know, is it your birthday? Would you like me to add a happy birthday thing above it? Yeah. It's it's too set up. Sort of staged. Stage. Yeah, 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 stage, stage. If I'm going to pay that kind of money 
first of all, that's ridiculous. You know, I'd rather run into somebody, get my picture taken, and be like, look, I actually met this person. To me, that's a better picture. Granted, they normally don't turn out as best as a professional, but that's where Photoshop comes in. Yeah, but we've seen some professional (laughs) photo ops where they inserted a a background for, like, Malcolm. Yeah, that was terrible. It was 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 very bad. Seeing a really bad CG movie where the effect just didn't work. Because you saw the outline of you and the star. Nice. Really bad. As bad as it gets. And they would sit there and warn you, don't wear, like, green, because otherwise the image would come through your shirt and make you disappear. Yep. Well, you know, I can see it working for special photo ops like the Dixon Brothers. I did that because you're not going to get that photo otherwise. Some of these cast photo ops, or even in the case of Wizard, with some of the WWE stars that are there for one day for four hours... You know, it's it's not going to happen. You're, there's no way you're going to get a photo at a table. So if you really want a photo with them, I can see it that way. But a lot of these stars that are doing photo ops, you know, for years they did them at their tables. And some of them still are and are still doing the photo ops. Well, I think it's okay. If you want to purchase a photo op, that's fine. Waste your money on it. But the star should still do a photo at the table with you if you purchase an autograph. And then yeah. if you are... You know, so inclined to spend the money for that, you know, photo op that's done by the so-called professionals, then fine, you can do that. But some of these conventions we're going to now, the new thing is no photos at the table. You know, obviously, with the upcoming convention at Horror Hound, Robert England is not going to take photos at the table. They say so. Your photo op is the only way to get a photo with him. That's fine because you need to move that line with as many people that want to meet him. It's kind of the Jamie Lee style. You know, got to keep the line moving. Uh, I fully understand that there. But then again, I've also had opportunities to meet, you know, Robert, and he's taken photos at the table and been very cool, and it wasn't a rush-rush conveyor belt. Um, yeah. You know, move it along. Thank you for coming. Move it along. Thank you for coming. And, it, you know, I've met Robert five times. Four out of those five, he did table photos, and I think three of them, you actually got to sit down next to him. So, And the line was five and a half hours long all day. It never stopped. He stayed after the show. Every night, you know, missed his flight on Sunday, just like Norman Reedus did. You know, so, I mean, it it wasn't that long ago where you could sit down and take a picture with the guy. Then a little later on, it became over the table. And uh, I remember one time in Jersey, you had his manager, his wife, and the promoter of the show all telling him, stop taking photos. And Robert just kept doing it. It's a good cop, bad cop. They all look like the meanies. He looks like the great guy. The fan walks away with a great feeling that, look, Robert stuck up for me. He gave me a photo regardless. It's, you know, it's a ploy. But that's what you pay for. You walk away with a good experience, and that's all that matters. I agree. I agree. But this, you know, it's only been in the last couple years, literally the last year and a half to two years, that you're hearing all this bitching and moaning at these conventions for people saying, oh, this guy's holding the line up. You know, and it's only because guys are bitching on these boards about, oh, you know, I got stuck behind a guy who's getting 10 items signed that, you know, now it's becoming an issue. Before it used to be, hey, you just stood there, you waited, and the simple fact was this. The guy ahead of you, he might suck up 10 minutes of the star's time. But when you got your turn, that was your time. And if you could maximize and make the most of it and get as many questions asked or, you know, get your stuff signed, then so be it. But it's only been literally the last year and a half to two years that I'm hearing these people piss and moan on the website, you know, boards, piss and moan in line, 
being rude, you know. Well, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, all these people complaining, saying you're a dick, and, you know, or you're a scab, and you're a scalper, and you're not a real fan for getting multiple items signed like that. And you know what? It, it, to me, the guys saying that sound like asses because if you're a real fan, you're going to wait regardless. If this is truly your horror idol, your horror icon, you grew up watching him, I wanted to meet him for years, should you really care that you got to wait an extra 20 minutes because a guy in front of you has got a bunch of items to get signed? Because Hell no. Because you, you're still only a couple feet away from him. You're going to meet him. And these are, these it, are like first come, first serve basis, right? So once you get in line, you're in line. Once you get in line, you're in line. Okay. And mo- so most in other of words, shows, if it's like, oh, I'm going to meet so-and-so, let's say Robert England, and I've never gotten an autograph before, but there's a guy in front of me who has 20 items. Yep. He, you know, the people are getting pissed. But he paid his money, right? Correct. Yeah, well, and the promoter. Then I should have got my ass out of bed and been first in line if that was that important to me. Exactly. And that person's paying per item, right? Yep. Okay, well then, what's the big deal? See, that's the thing. Promoters aren't going to discourage guys who come up and get multiple items signed well, because sure, they're making that money. helps pay oh, yeah. the, the star's fees in the end. The star, in most cases, isn't going to complain either because he's, you know, he's taking two seconds of his time and he's signing right. something. And in Robert's case, it's going to be between... We've heard what forty to fifty dollars per yeah. signature. Yeah. So you know, he just made a bankroll off of somebody. Who yeah, I, I walk up items. with four figures. It just it cost me two hundred dollars, and Robert made two hundred dollars in what two minutes time. I'd love to make that kind of money, you yeah. know. And the promoter, he's thrilled because you know somebody like Robert's got a bankroll that you got to be paying upwards of thirty-five to forty grand to appear, and that two hundred dollars is just a drop in the bucket. The guy who walks up and gets one item signed, moves along, that's great. He's, he's got a nice memory. He got his item signed. But really, when it comes down to it, the promoter, the star, all the, all those involved, they want guys that walk up with a ton of stuff. You know, Or you literally see the guy in Chicago a number of years ago who rolled up with a cart full of items. Yeah, people ahead of him are groaning, but you know, Robert didn't have a problem at all about signing the items. Tracy, would you be mad if you were in line and somebody in front of you had 20 items that get signed? it was somebody you really wanted to meet it depends i personally think that if someone's got a huge amount of items you can't really judge them because you don't know if they're getting all this stuff signed for people who couldn't come to the convention as opposed to they're just getting all this stuff signed for themselves well there's guys out there that get stuff signed and they resell it but that's also a way of helping pay for their expenses sometimes to come to these cons of course you know you drive from the Midwest to New Jersey, and you're on the road for 16 and a half hours going one way. Now you paid $130 a night to stay in a hotel. You paid all this money to you know to get there and gas, food, all that. And you got some buddies at home that say, "Hey, you know, dude, take my uh, my Freddy Krueger figure." That'd be me. Could and, you ju- if you're just going, how about I give you? This yeah, here. Let me give you. Let me give you fifty. Let me, yeah. yeah. Let me give you fifty bucks. The signature's forty. You know, get this signed for me. The headache is is easy for them. And you're already going to be there. You're already getting items signed. So what's it matter if you throw one or two more items down per friend or whatever? Yeah, there are people who sell the stuff on eBay. There are businesses that are made, you know, on this whole resale market. But you know what? There's people out there that are willing to pay the money to get it. And it's a commodity. It's to be bought, sold, and traded. It's no different than a toy company making a Freddy Krueger figure. You know, uh, Robert got paid in, in most cases for the being the character. Whoever owns the licensing on it is going to get paid now for the sale of that figure. The store is going to make a few dollars. And then, 
You know, that's like me saying, well, you know, uh, I bought this figure, but now, it, you know, because I'm a fan, I'm a true fan, I'll never sell it. You know, that's not the case. Someday down the road, yep, it's going to end up. Say, someday down the road, you're going to be like, hey, I got this. You want to buy it? Yeah. And, and there's fans out there who buy stuff. We see it at the store all the time that buy multiple items simply for resale. Now, Tracy, you were at Horror Hound Cincy, yes. where it was one of the biggest crowds in Horror Hound history, if not the biggest, mm-hmm. and then uh, with the huge Walking Dead cast reunion. Would you have paid for the photo ops? I probably wouldn't have, just simply because it's so much to pay, and if you look at it, if you look at all the pictures lined up on that table, they all look exactly the same. And what you want is to have something personal. And so if you're at the table, it just is more personal to you. Yeah, It's like watching Kane choke you out at his table and then just standing next to you in a professional photo op. Yep. It's not the same. No. You know, you can show your friends the photo. Hey, look, Kane, you know, choked me out. He might not have washed his hands. (laughs) That's another another story. He choked me, not choked me out. That sounds kind of really not... He he he's almost choked he, out a he couple He has people. choked people out. We've seen oh, it happen. One guy actually did lose consciousness. That's awesome. You know, he goes a little, he goes a little far. Yeah. Know, it's, well, he it's, probably doesn't know his own strength. No, because he... Yeah, because I've been choked by Kane, and it's... But it just sounds funny, choked me out. Yeah. Being choked by Kane. And when he puts the... You know, I got a photo with Kane where he put a machete up to my face, and that blade's on my face. Nice. And he and how much did you pay for that? Nothing. See? I bought an because autograph. Kane doesn't charge for that. That's good. That's you know he. That's why Kane is a fan favorite. He doesn't charge for photos. He always is nice and polite. I mean, I've seen the guy stop people just walking by and just start BSing with them because he's seen them at other conventions. I was gonna say, isn't he known for like kind of? I mean, he's not gonna remember people's names, but from what I understand, he remembers people. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's got a, a photographic yeah. memory. Considering this guy goes to how many cons, right. sees how many hundreds, if not thousands, of people in a given weekend, and yeah, you know, he'll remember you and he'll mess with you, and he'll even try to run you over sometimes in the uh, parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I take that that's happened. Maybe it had something to do with maybe me accusing him of his underage Uh, girlfriend. Okay, okay. all right. It wasn't really an accusation. (laughs) No, it wasn't an accusation. It was factual. But what? What? What's the big beef? They're all like pissed off. The big beef is see a lot of these newbies to the convention. Well, (laughs) yeah, but I don't think you'd be bitching. You'd either you'd you'd know this no, is how it goes well, and yeah. choose to do it yeah. or not. And then here's the thing: I th- I wonder if some of these people that are bitching, they got up late, they went and got breakfast, they went and sat around. See, that's the thing: they're newbies. Do, you know to what the I con. mean? Because yeah. you're talking to somebody who, back in the day, I was up and out the door literally at four thirty in the morning to be the third person in line to get tickets to a certain show. And see, that's the thing. I was fourteen. See. <laughs> Yeah, you had enough common sense to go and do it, right? But yeah. you also, actually, you also yeah. did, you also did a number of conventions many years ago. And yeah, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. And but that's the problem. These new guys, they just think, well, hell, I bought a ticket to this convention. I'm entitled to an autograph, no, see, and they don't understand that no. there's, you know, thousands of people, and especially in the case of Norman Reedus, and it gets to be kind of an old, you know, broken record with him. But people will line up and they'll sit in line for hours before he even shows up. 
And unfortunately, you have to do that. Otherwise, if you show up because you hear doors open at 11 o'clock and you show up at quarter to 11, yeah, think no. you're going to walk to Norman's no, line no, and no, get no. a signature in a half hour? You need to be in line hour? at least two hours before. Or more. Well, oh, see, yeah. it, like Clive Barker. Remember Bassett when we did Clive Barker at Whorehound? I was down there at 7 a.m. You came around 10.30. I was third in line. Yeah. And the line was capped already by the time the show opened. Sure. So anybody who showed up, bought a ticket, they weren't meeting Clive Barker that day. Well, if these people are posting stuff and they're on, like, these blogs, don't you think they read about past experience and know, hey, get there early? No, because you always see the same trend. It's, well, I've been to two, three conventions, and this is how it goes. But the problem is, every convention's different. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're at a small show and then you go to a bigger show like Horror Hound is now, I mean, it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same old, well, I only had to wait five minutes to meet him. Oh, jeez. Well, that isn't how it goes every show, you know? And the biggest thing, which Horror Hound, unfortunately, is going to get a lot of backlash, is if these Walking Dead cast members don't take photos at the table, which probably won't happen, especially with the time restraints that they're now put on, everyone's already bashing the show, going, well, hey... You guys had seven cast members, or six or seven, whatever it was, back in photo. March. Yeah. Well, and, and they, they, and they, they t- pay money for that as yeah. an extra? No, but they took photos at their table for free if you bought an autograph. Now, uh-huh. well, but you got to buy again, a photo. You know, I wonder how many constraints are on because they're on, like, what, the biggest show? Well, that's I wonder the th- if A&E has something to do with it. AMC. Or AMC. Well, but that's the thing, though. Why, why book them during filming? Money? You know? Money. But what, it's... What does everything come down to? Money. But I mean, it's... And, I, and, and here's the thing, too. If I was in line behind this person who has, like, 30 million things to get signed, am I really pissed because they're taking up that time, or am I really pissed that this person's got all this money that they can get this done? Very good point. Because, you know, and then again, this person needs to think that, oh, you know, maybe he's getting stuff signed for buddies or whatever, because I've done that. I've asked people to get, bring me home stuff signed. Well, there's Kevin also Smith been book. plenty of times <laughs> when I've been standing behind somebody who's getting a ton of stuff signed, and I kind of, kind of enjoy it because I get to hear their conversation. Sure. And, you know, you can join in if you're not, you know, so introverted and just stand there tapping your foot pissed off. You can sometimes jump into the conversation, too, a little bit while they're getting their items signed. And, you know, I, I like listening to what people, the questions they ask or what, you know, really sometimes the most, you know, jackass questions. Oh, so was it hot in the makeup? And, uh, yeah, it turns you know. into a good story. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. sometimes and, the star is, you know, kind of mocks them and makes fun of them, but, you know. And sometimes you get to see some really cool pieces. Oh, exactly. You know, and it, another thing with the whole, you know, photo op and autograph deal like you were saying, it's so it's such a better story of, oh, well, I met so-and-so, and I walked up, and I had this to get signed, and he liked it, and it was cool. Autograph turned out great. We talked about this. Took a photo. It was awesome. Other than, hey, I met so-and-so. How'd it go? Oh, well, I stood on the next. They said next, and that was it. See, you know, see, that that, that I wouldn't even pay for. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Because that is it. how it is. Because you know what? You might as well be standing next to a wax figure. That's right. 
Well, that was like watching uh, people get their photo taken with um, Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen those pictures, and that's what I mean. It's not you well, know. It was a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> well, prop up, prop older. up the old poor Whatever. guy and stand on the X, take a photo. Well, Next. but he is older. But you, you know, like I guess if there was this big Walking Dead thing, you know, the whole cast, and it was one of those that you could pay to get an autograph of you, like standing in there. That I could see because, like you had said, it's a ton of people at once. Yeah, but have you that ever way. seen those cast shots where you've got <clears throat> five or six people in there, and then there's one star that's looking off into the into the distance in another yeah, direction, well. or you know, it, you know, you end up getting this photo. You paid all this money to have this group shot, oh, and we'll then see that, that, yes, and yeah, Chandler Riggs is looking at the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've seen a number of photos where you know you had Lori Holden, uh, Chad, Chandler Riggs, Norman Reedus, Michael Rooker. And there, because, you know, Ch- Chandler wasn't paying attention, he's staring at the floor. Or he's looking off camera someplace. And, not, you know, and now this guy's got, you know, what do he pay? 65, so, 80 bucks for that, that photo? But they, no, the, those group shots were, I think, 125, but 140. But they didn't look Even at better. a digital yeah. camera to make sure that they No, because they pop you out the really? door so no, fast. No, see that? If I would have paid that and somebody was looking down, I'd want my money back. Or even worse that, yet. That's I, ridiculous. Several years ago, I was at a show. I don't remember if it was... Cincinnati Horror Hound or Indie Horror Hound. And I happened to be walking by and I heard this guy getting all irate because he purchased a photo and they simply didn't have him centered. It was off-center. So on one side of the photo, his his shoulder was cut off, but then the guest he had the photo with had like four inches on the other side. And he simply asked just to have the photo retook so that it was more centered, so it doesn't look so lopsided in the frame. And the photo, the so-called professionals are like, we don't have time for that. It'll it'll cost you an additional fee. And this guy got screwed because the shoulder got cut off on one side, yet there's four inches on the other side of the desk. I'm glad I don't go to conventions. Because I would be that person that I'd be in line being like, I ain't paying for that shit. So you already prepaid. And then you go and pick up the photo. You know what? Then I would get all mean and up in their faces about it because that's just, I don't know. But then again, you know, I bump into people, and I don't care who they are. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Right. Except for the night. Thanks, Tracy. I apologize. Tracy stuck me in the bad side of the table, people, just so you know. I forgive her. It's all right. Yeah, but I saw saw Tracy in Ohio have a better attitude with people unlike you. Oh. Are you referring to when I ran into, what's his name, D. Schneider, and didn't give a rat's ass of who he was? Yeah, you were mean to D. I don't give a shit, dude. He walked right into me. Okay, so explain exactly how this... D. Schneider's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He was, but he looked at me like, who the fuck are you to be walking into me? And I was like, oh... He's looking at those double Ds. Whatever. Oh, my God. He was blind. I he's, was mad. He's trying to I don't even know what convention it was. He wanted. I a- was. I was carrying everybody's shit. Male girl. Yeah. Thank you. Carrying it all. Wheeling around everybody's bags. Right. Yeah. Right. Passive. Well, that's. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that was the reason was you were tired. blocked. We didn't bring you for your good luck. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't bring you. I was walking, and I bought. He was walking, and I don't know if he was looking one way, and I was looking the other. Ran right into me, and then one of these guys we were with was like, "You just ran into fucking D Snyder." I was like, "Who cares?" And he turned around and looked at me, and D. Snyder did like, yeah, you just ran into me. And I said, yeah, whatever, and I kept walking. But see, you blinded him by the double Ds. What? And it was, he was trying to remember the good old days of being in a packed arena, <laughs> looking out at all those girls. And be like, oh, look, it's D. Snyder. Yeah, and, and, and the women lifting us? up their yeah, top whatever. and shaking what they got. And 
you know, he saw them double D's and just got lost in the moment. Nice. Maybe he just wanted to, you know, a, a line pop a feel. A, a line skip past the Epcot Center or something, Epcot. you know. Well, he, got <laughs> <laughs> wow. he, he knew we ran no, into the I, great male girl whatever. who's got connections. I'm just saying, Disney. I prefer old school pictures. Old school pictures? Old school for me. Old school. All the way. Multiple autographs, yay or nay? Yay. I think yep. if you're paying yay. for them, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, well, on the movie reviews, in uh, theaters right now, we got Your Next is playing. Awesome. Oh, don't I have to interrupt you? I should read a special letter that you received. Oh, from that's Sid Haig. right. Look at this. Mm-hmm. The male girl's on tonight. I know, Steve. On tonight. Yeah, we have a special message from Sid Hag that was sent to Dawn of the Dead from uh, Crypticon. Crypticon. What yeah. is it, Minnesota? Yes. It's in Minnesota? All right. Well, he had sent, uh, I believe he sent Sid a uh, birthday greeting. It was his birthday. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, Sid sent back a message um, thanking him and thanking all the fans. Now this is this shows a class act of a celebrity, and who appreciates the fans that shows. So we got a copy of the email, mail girl. Right. It says hello everyone. I want to start off by saying thank you so very much for all the great birthday wishes you all sent me this year, as well as all the Facebook, Twitter, and website posts. That was truly inspiring and made me feel great. When I started in this business 51 years ago, I had no idea what to expect. I just wanted to do my work the best that I could and hope that people liked it. I never really knew how you, the viewers, felt. There were no blogs or review sites or social sites since there was no internet, so no one really had a public forum to voice their feelings. There were no conventions to meet and greet and hear firsthand how the public felt. But all of that has changed with the release of House of a Thousand Corpses and an entire new generation of viewers. Though your comments on the internet and your reactions to my presence, I'm sorry, through your comments on the internet and your reactions to my presence at the conventions, I came to realize that I was doing what, what I was doing was getting through to the people who really mattered. The fans. I can't stress this enough. You are the ones that make it all happen. You buy the tickets, the DVDs, and all the crazy merchandise that we actors put out there. I have met and enjoyed meeting so many of you at convention screening and chance meetings on the street. I want to take this opportunity to thank you so very much for your kindness, support, and encouragement. Thanks to you all, I am doing a personal record number of conventions this year and would like to thank you all for making this possible by giving you this vow. I will never raise my convention prices ever. And ever is in capitalizations. Ever. He meant that shit. I see. I will never raise my convention prices ever, ever, ever for any reason. Here and now, I swear to all of you. My prices are and always will be $20 for an item that you buy from me and $10 to sign an item of yours. The day I ask you for money to take a picture with me and your own camera is the day I give you all permission to put your boots all up in my ass. If that's what was written. Regardless of whether or not I am scheduled for a pro photo ops and an event you will always again in capitals capitalizations be able to get your free table shots whenever you purchase something or not this is my vow to you the fans just a small way of showing my appreciation 
Once again, thank you so much for being there for me in so many ways. You're a fan, Sid Hay. Right? Standing ovation for that man. Captain Spaulding, everybody. Captain Spaulding. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Who would have thought? Captain Spaulding. Coming from Never, the same ever, man. ever going to from, charge for a photo op. Yeah, and this ever. is coming from the same man that said, you know, fine, 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 you wasted half my fucking day. Which in some cases you have. Exactly. <laughs> With your twenty million items I've, getting signed. I walked up. Hey, thanks for getting that signed for me, by the way. Yeah. I Sorry, up. Joe Schmo standing behind him, but yeah, it's my fault. I walked Write me up a letter. and had him sign what was it? 18, 18 Living Dead dolls when it first came out of Captain Spaulding. And he even expressed to me how much he hated that doll and how much he hated the company that made it. And under protest, he said he would do it for me because, you know, I'm a fan. That's what I was there for. He signed them. The only thing he asked me to do is uh, I had to take a picture of him holding the doll upside down. Uh, it's his sign of protest on the doll. Well, there you go. But, but you know uh, what, though? That's See, he's old school. He will never, ever, ever charge for an autograph. No, and, he, a and I've seen people walk up to him and, and just ask for a quick photo with him. He'll do it. And he'll do it. See, Even I've never if he met him, but I've signature. heard through people that he's like one of the best persons to meet. He is. He's always personal. He's always awesome. Always wants any questions you ask him, even though he's probably been asked it 50 times that day, he still asks, he still answers it with enthusiasm. He isn't like, you know, yeah, uh, Rob Zombie's awesome. You know, he doesn't answer it like that. You know, he's always professional. Yeah. Next. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I knew that that it's all good. You were on it tonight. Trying. That's what I'm saying. See, this is the type of co-host that we needed. Sorry. You know, others have Wait, fallen by I the wayside. Wait, did I just get promoted? You did. Oh. You did. No longer are you no longer. Is that, does that mean somebody's going to start buying my movie theater tickets? Uh. Oh, too soon. You got to talk soon. to our sponsor about oh. that. All right. But I will say, also the male girl but she is now officially a co-host oh, permanent spot dun, 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 dun. there you go see i guess i better get You've a been promoted ticket, all huh? because you interrupted me oh that's come awesome on, tracy there let's go. go you're next oh wait there you go <laughs> look at that nice segue into the movie review well, of your next i see what you did there yeah i wasn't even thinking i did i was unfortunate enough not to see that movie i'll admit it now I did see it. I really liked it. I know then, it, it's getting massive, pretty good reviews. It? it really is. I really I liked it. I read a it. few, but it had a lot of tips to, in tips of the hat to the old slasher films to me. Good. A lot of shots that were pretty much heavy nods to really? Elm Street and Halloween. It was. Just, I liked it. It's predictable, but what slasher movie is unpredictable? Right. It, you know, it doesn't exist. Slasher, slasher. Exactly. I really Almost enjoyed that, it. that, what, one, two, three, one, two, three? Pretty much. Yeah. Bassive? It wasn't bad. I mean, <clears throat> it wasn't exactly memorable for me, but I, you know, it was worth the money I spent. And, hell, I didn't fall asleep while watching it, which is kind of a rarity these days. You know, getting up in old age here. And, yeah. You know. Oh, wait, should I go, old man, bassoon? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those deals where I can actually say the movie was better than the popcorn. So Nice. I give it a thumbs up. Even better than a popcorn surprise? Well, a popcorn surprise is always welcome. Wow. <laughs> Tracy, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the trailer, and it looks good, and I want to see it. 
eventually. See, you should go see it. It's awesome. Okay. It's a good horror movie. Now, Unlucky Charms, on the other hand. And yeah, uh-oh. Unlucky Charms, which I did see. You were unlucky to see I was just about to say, uh, yeah. I just said Unlucky. I don't know if I'd see something that's... Well, you know, I saw the cover. Charms. You know, I'm like, okay, it's Uncle Charlie, Charles Band, Full Moon Pictures. The cover is, you know, an evil-looking leprechaun and Unlucky Charms. He's got a special edition out with a cereal box. Of Unlucky Charms. Well, there you go. That's... Looked funny. Looked like it was going to be kind of a spin-off of the Leprechaun, which I love with Warwick Davis. So I was like, ah, I'm going to rent this. And it was totally the opposite of what I thought it was. It was very unwatchable. And even because Uncle Charlie likes okay. to put excessive nudity in the movie, the right. hot chick. Yeah. Okay, here we go. He gets a hot chick, hottest chick in the movie, to go topless in a sex scene. But then she's covering her stuff the whole time, which I was shocked that Charlie let that fly. Because Charlie don't even let that fly at his road show at a convention. No, see, I there are some movies that he makes. I've heard it's better to be completely inebriated to watch them, and they're much better. Well, Evil Bong, you you well, have to have okay, a pretty good bong in front saying, of you like, to enjoy those. Films. You know, maybe you need to go back and like have a few, and then watch <laughs> it. And let's get a Rewind few, on but, but Put a six-pack to a 12-pack in me before you can watch well, it. Well, that's for you. For him, it's a few. But see, the leprechaun is a good guy. What? He's not a bad what? guy. So that, not... That's the thing. Okay, he, somebody he's... break out the six-pack now. Yeah, because the it. thing is, is that this chick is running this reality show with all these young girls. She's older, and she has this charm bracelet. And she summons these, like, mythical creatures to come and, you know, take the souls of the younger women so that she becomes younger, okay? But they're all upset about doing this. They don't want to do it. And, you know, they're all, you know, and the, and the leprechaun guy is all... Uh, and you sat through this? I did. I tried to give Charlie a chance, man. I'm you know? trying to stay awake while so, you're describing it. sounds like it. that action figure, Elizabeth Bathory. I was just about to say, why? You know, I've instead heard of this uh, bathing in the young maiden's blood, she's got I'm a charm. I'm going to take their souls right. and put them in my charm so and, you know, to be the pretty queen. At the end, there's like a conflict that, you know, the leprechaun doesn't want to. You know, do what the woman says anymore, and you know he's going to die. Or does does he like kill? Throw you down a bowling alley. I, you know, it's so. uh, I I have no memory of it now because I wanted to forget it as quickly as I saw Hatchet One or Hatchet Two. I saw Hatchet One and Hatchet Two. I love those movies, and Hatchet Three was awesome. Huh? Did you just say Hatchet Three was awesome? It was because Hatchet Three just came out. Oh. Yeah, I saw Hatchet 1 and 2. I love that. Hatchet 3 just came out. And uh, once again, it's the same night. So it oh, still follows all the same night. And uh, love Kane in it. Love Danielle Harris in it. She was awesome. Had some funny shit. And, you know, it's an old school slasher gore right. fest. Which one did you watch first? Hatchet 3 or Unlucky Charms? I watched Unlucky Charms first. Okay, so then on that's purpose. Probably, but do you think that that's why I made Hatchet 3 even better? No. Oh, okay. No, because I just love. I I think Adam Green's often awesome, even though he didn't direct the third movie. He still wrote it, produced it, is in it. Actually, makes fun of himself in it and in a scene, which I thought was awesome. And anybody who hasn't seen Hatchet Three, please go see it. Bass, have you seen Hatchet One, Two, or Three? I saw one that it was okay, and two I just it didn't do much for me. 
Um, three, I haven't had a chance to watch yet. But, you know, so you based on Draven's uh, suggestions, I probably will end up sitting down and watching it. It's just... I'm so watching it because Kane's in it, simply, oh. and, and Adam Green, because he's always been so cool at the conventions and such, so... And, and I take it that Tracy now won't see any of them after we've talked about them. She's like, <laughs> nope, off my list. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Eventually. And There's da- nothing else on. Derek yeah. Mears is in it. We all love Derek. And oh, Derek. oh, yeah, Derek's always oh, yeah, Derek, Derek, Derek Mears played uh, Jason in the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th. Also played the classic Predator in the Robert Rodriguez Predators movie. If you ever met him at a con, you know he's one of the nicest guys you ever meet. Um, got a hot wife too. Yeah, Doesn't he like jelly beans. No, that's Kane. no. That oh, Kane. That's Kane likes the the weird <laughs> I it jelly was one beans. One of the two. What are they called? Jelly bellies. The uh, ones he likes. Yeah, yeah but he jelly likes bellies, the specialty likes ones, the, uh, like vomit skunk. or something. Yeah, skunk and vomit. No. Oh, the you Harry Potter ones. Well, no, that's the thing. You can't oh. get those anymore because now that the Harry Potter thing the came. The Bernie bots. They put, you know, they put a Harry Potter spin on everything. But they used to be, you know. Like skunk piss, vomit. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. No, dude. serious. And what he would do is he would cut when you'd come up to his table and stuff. He'd start talking with you, and then he'd pour a few into his dirty glove, and he'd hold them out. And that he, he wiped to, his ass with. That he wants you to Anyhow. grab. <laughs> he wants you to grab a, 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 a jelly bean. He'd tell you that it's you know, here's it's a good jelly bean. You're really gonna like it. And then you but you'd end up grabbing like skunk piss or something, or something or booger and yeah, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, whenever we go through the Chicago market, if we got time, we'll stop and get him a bag. And uh, yeah, he likes them. So if you ever get a chance to meet Kane Hodder, take him some Jelly Bellies, some, some rancid Jelly Bellies. Yeah, take him the the really bad flavored stuff. You tell know. him that Bass have told him. Told yeah, you well, you know he don't know. So go support Kane Hodder. Go watch Hatchet Three. There you go. It's awesome. It is now time for our very own Disney endorsed male girls segment. So you get to read your questions, Barbarella. Remember, folks, you can send in your questions. Contact us section on the website, graveyardshiftpodcast.com. She will answer anything as you're pretty much about about to to see see her right here. All right. I've read a few of these. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, this first one is from Loves to Splooge. (laughs) It says... Dear male girl, if you could sleep with any Disney character, who would it be and why? Pinocchio. <laughs> could it? Could lie be? To me, wait, lie this to is me. the best line. Lie to me. Wait, no, could be real life or animated. <laughs> real life. Well, let's see. Pinocchio. Lie to me, Pinocchio. Lie to me. is in love with Pinocchio. <laughs> You can send forward pictures to him at Massive at I'm not saying anything about getting pegged. <laughs> you know, anyhow, real life or animated? That just throws me. But I, think, I think you'd like the line. No, 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 no. It, we're going in that direction, though. When I think about oh, it, it would, no, listen, it going would, on? listen, it would have to be the Beast from Beauty and the Beast cartoon. All beasted up? Well, he... No, I actually like him as the prince. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you liked him furry. Well, I kind of do too. But oh, okay. So there, it, you got That's the best of both worlds <laughs> in both go. of them, because then you get the big, mean, well, I guess you would say beast, and then you get this really nice looking prince. But, but when he, if he's in beast life. mode, do you have him lay on his back and play Red Rocket? 
Probably. <laughs> and wouldn't that be considered bestiality? A sure. little bit. I mean, you know. But he can talk, though. But, yeah. And dance. He doesn't talk. Well, yeah, he does yeah, talk. He does, he does talk. Dance. His girlfriend well, he does, does dance. dance. Have you seen the movie? Bell? Yes, I've seen. Yeah. You know, well, he rings her bell, so oh, you can ring your bell. Wow. Look Real at that play on words. Animated. So, yeah, okay. it would have to be the beast from Playing with Red Rocket trying to get the man I don't the see what I have to put up with, Tracy. This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, next question. What, what about real life? Real, it said, could be real life or animated. Well, we want to hear about the real life one. But, but the what? prince is animated Okay, still. well then I guess the real life, I mean, the only thing you can think of is like, what do you mean by real life? Does this person mean like as in like a live action movie? That would be my guess. You should go back to vintage Disney and go spinning, go with spinning Marty. What? Spinning Marty. You know, they had that back in the 50s was the spinning Marty show. It was uh-huh. when Annette Funicello was still at Disney before she got all like crippled and ended up in a wheelchair drooling on herself. Are you talking about the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah, there was a, the Spin and Marty show. I think, man, I you must be way older than me. It was me. a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Spin and... Anyhow. Old man bears here. Exactly. <laughs> all that old all right, man you know, Somebody go get me hey, a walker. I once wrote Walt Disney a letter and he sent me a picture. Oh, his penis. Real life or animated. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Was. What if you could get Walt's head I wouldn't want and it. you could do like a reanimator deal no. and then take his head? Would no. you do no, you wouldn't no. do that? You can no. munch munch your flowery <laughs> no. garden. No? No. no. HP Lovecraft no. style. Come on now. <laughs> What's up? Oh my god. Okay, next question. I'm moving on. We still haven't gotten the real person. Yeah, we still yeah. haven't gotten it. It said could could be real. It just it didn't say how many people. Okay, live that. Okay, I've got I, I, animated, animated The question says if you could sleep with any Disney character, not characters, I pick Beauty and the Beast because then it's like getting two for one. Next question. So, like, so, you, so, want you, want a, so you want a two for one deal. <laughs> but you know our <laughs> listeners want both. Yeah. Well, I, but wait, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Are you saying that you want to go like finger cuff style? With, you know, like <laughs> the beast and the prince? Sure. Really? Bowl, sure, if Chinese so finger be, trap. So you'd be the meat in their sandwich. Sure. <laughs> it would highly be impossible because the beast is the prince in the end, so it would, you know. Yeah, but, but you know, they're. they're Poor it's, Tracy, are you ready to leave yet? They're I'm animated sure cells. They could appear together oh if they God. wanted Exactly. To. I still want to know who the real person is. If it can't be Captain Jack Sparrow. It's the only fucking thing I can think of. It can't be. Oh my god. Can we go Star Wars route then? No. Yoda. I don't know. Yoda? He didn't own, nice. He's, own he's the right height. Wars. He's the right height. She Anyhow, likes creatures, question. man. Yeah. Bestiality. Hey, what the hell? Are you, sure? question. Are you sure you're not a furry? Anyhow. <laughs> Have you ever been to a furry party? Wait. Do you know what a furry party is? I know is? what a furry party is. <laughs> But these are not questions that have been submitted. Hey, wait a minute. If you were, if you were at a furry party, would you prefer the pussy cat? Or would you prefer a dog? It'd be a with dog. style. A dog with style. Thank you very much. Bah, Can wah, I finish wah, my questions? Like, like are you be your Oh, my God. A dog catcher. A dog catcher. What's up, Eddie Green? But, but you realize that a furry party, the girl always ends up like, you know, like a human pincushion almost. At a furry party. Anyhow. And if oh, and if the question. prince and, 
if the prince and okay, the prince, the lion, or whatever the hell the he is, right? Beast. The, the beast. beast, the beast. Okay, would you let him pull a train on you? We already asked we that. Ju- he just asked that. She and said she'd be Chinese happen. finger trap. Oh, that's what you meant by that. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, oh man. come on, man! Oh, <laughs> I got my short terms going on, man. For someone well, who hates Disney, you're very invested in this question. This right? I'm, Thank you. I just didn't realize what you meant by the finger trap. That's because you're. Have old. You I thought. Seen, I thought. Have you seen beast? Chasing Amy? Kevin Smith. It's movie? been a while, but I figured that you were kind of referring to maybe Beast picking her up like a bowling ball. Oh boy! Oh, All right, you, next. What, what's that bowling question. ball trick again? All right, it's, uh, it's uh, two in the pink, one in the sting. Oh, there like it goes. That. Yeah, there it is. Hey, we're allowed to do Q and A with you too. Then you need to add another segment. Moving on. This one is from Living Dead Girl sixty nine. Dear male girl, are you a fan of Rob Zombie's movies, or do you think he should have stuck to just music? <sighs> well, Living Dead Girl 69, his last movie blew really hard, and I hated it. And yes, he probably should have stuck to just music. However, I am a fan of his remake of Halloween, and that is the only movie. Well, no, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, forget. And Devil's Rejects was really yeah. good. Yeah. But the, the problem was this. The Woolite commercial that he directed was better than Lords of Salem. Yes, I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because it was Explain shorter. the Woolite commercial to people, just in case they haven't seen it. Well, no, you just, they're going to have to go tell to YouTube look at, I was gonna say, tell and them type look in Rob Zombie, oh, Woolite geez. commercial. It is something that you would have to see. I can't explain. It's a, it's a laundry detergent, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's trying it's to all I meant. the dirt and grime oh. on your clothes. <laughs> Thanks to the sponsor of... Uh, Woolite? No. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, good points. I don't know. His music has kind of sucked lately, too. So maybe he's just on a sucking phase. Oh, dude, come on. His new album was like awesome. You don't Bad. like his, his song Cheap Bubblegum? No. Dude, that came out like three years ago. I know. But that was like the highlight that, of the show yeah. when he was in town. Yeah. Because you got the video screens going and you got the, the, I'll the take silhouette. I'll the white zombie music, not some of his... What was the one about horses? Educated horses. Yeah, okay. Once again, next. long time ago. Yes, well, anyhow, next. No, I, I liked Halloween, and I liked uh, House of Thousand Corpses, and, but Lords of Salem, Jesus Christ. See, now, when I think of Rob Zombie in horror movies, that one just screams, no, oh, my God, it no, the, sucked the, so bad. The best thing was at Flashback Weekend with Patricia Quinn during a Q&A session, fan stands up and says, can you explain to me? It, actually, it was Ken Forey. Patricia Quinn. Who else was sitting there? It was it was the the cast that had was there, and somebody stands up and they said to Patricia Quinn, "Can you explain the story of Lords of Salem to me?" And she just looked completely dumbfounded. It was like, "Hell no!" Well, there you go. I just love when I met her, and she was just like, "Oh," because I had a Rob Zombie shirt on. She's like, "Oh, you're a fan of Mister Zombie." I didn't know who he was till I was in his movie. Oh boy, that was awesome. When? But she knows how to do time work, and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Because it's a kick to the left, <laughs> a kick to the right. Insert music here. Please stop him. Okay. All right. Next question from Fearless seventy eight. Fearless. Yeah, it says Fearless from Fearless seventy eight. Dear male girl, since you are such a fan of Disney, do you think Mickey Mouse is anatomically correct? I don't know. I've seen Disney in his little red hot pants. He don't look like he's packing much heat. <laughs> Not that I'm looking, but he looks kind of Ken dollish to me. I, I... <laughs> you like the beast, but you don't like the mouse? 
Well, you know, the beast is much bigger than the mom. So. Oh! I, no, I don't I think, I don't think he's... Tail. We're I on the size thing again. I don't... <laughs> size does matter. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't think it is... He, he was just drawn to be a mouse. Tracy, what do you think? Does the mouse have something going on? Is he packing? Do you think Mickey... Or is he... so... Hey, Tracy, do you think Mickey Mouse is packing? Do you think he's got two belly buttons or one? I'm sticking out of this one. I never saw a bulge between the two white dots. <laughs> Goofy got it all. No, I don't know. <laughs> what is it with the bigger beastie I, ones? <laughs> I think it has something to do with just because Goofy being a dog and she likes doggy style. Oh, I swear, I feel sorry for that actor in that costume at the Disney park. He's getting a male girl going, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> so, uh, your name's Goofy, huh? <laughs> you want to get Goofy with yeah. me? Yeah, I no, saying. I do not think Mickey Mouse is anatomically correct. Any other questions? I don't know. You got any questions, Passive? Tracy, you got any questions? Yeah, I have a question. No, 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 no. No, I have a question. No, 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 no. Hey, live Q&A. Live Q&A. What's the, the, um, you know, is, is, uh, what's the fish, the mermaid chick under the sea? Ariel. 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 There we go. Is she anatomically correct or is she just like a fish? No, because she gets legs and stuff. Have you seen the movie? I can't watch that film. I hate Disney. Disney not allowed in my home. Whatever. You watch Disney. You know you do. Well, I will now because they own Star Wars. Yeah. Tracy, you have a question? I'm just waiting until Walt gets the, the little Ewoks. The Ewoks. The Ewok orgy. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Oh, so I got something so really cool. So you don't think Princess Leia is going to come in and join that party? Okay. I yes. got something really cool I got to tell you. Okay, Draven, bring so, it. Tell me or ask me. Tell you. So, Icky Breaky Heart, dude, who is that? The Billy Ray Billy Ray, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Cyrus said oh, no. Disney. Not going down this yes, road? Oh, my said God. Disney made his daughter Miley Cyrus a whore. She Damn did it all on straight. her own. However, but but he said it. Now I watched the performance and I didn't see the big deal. See, I was just about to say I, I just had this conversation with Bass of the other day. I said to him, "So, what do you think of Miley Cyrus?" Granted, I think the chick has lost her fucking mind, but you know what? I can see where she's trying to shed her Hannah Montana skin, literally. All she had to do was cut her damn hair. And she did. Now she looks like a dyke that wants to grind up on a guy named Thick. And I think this all goes back to sexual things because... She's going to try to grind up on a thick... Well, well, hey, man, you know, sticking your tongue out and basically gyrating your ass against She looked Robin retarded. Thick. Okay, but... She looked like she was Grant, retarded. But it was the VMAs. What did you expect was going to happen? She's so, trying to sell records. Tracy, did you see it? Why the I hell is seen... MTV doing the VMAs? They don't Are even you, play freaking music. Guest. Now you need to apologize. Apologize. Say you're sorry. She's a guest. Stop being a bully. Be a star. Okay, Okay, I forgot. We're not at a convention. I won't be a bully. You saw what? I saw bits and pieces. I did not watch the entire thing, but I think she has gone a bit insane. I think she doesn't seem to realize that she's still a role model for a lot of younger girls. Okay, if uh, let me, I'm going to interject here. Who the fuck kind of parents going to let their little girl watch the VMAs? If you were growing up and have seen some of the VMAs and saw Madonna do her stuff and everything else or whatever, you don't let a kid watch the VMAs. They didn't. You take it. You you deep. 
They didn't you even DVR have to... it first, then watch it, and tell the kid what they can and cannot watch. They didn't even have to watch it, though. It's all over the internet. No matter where you go, every site is talking about how she's lost her mind. That's how I saw it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Well, no, I didn't watch Same. the VMAs either, and I pulled it up because I was like, well, I want to know. Yeah. Because she was a product of Disney. It was her choice to be a Disney star. You know, I either that or her parents made her do so, it. So either we you... can blame... Her or her parents. You can, you kind of got to be erratic though to break that type of shell and but be taken seriously and as, as an adult. But that's and not what a child I mean. I, I think that she had every right to get up there and do that performance, as crazy as it may have been or whatever. I but, I don't see there's anything wrong with. But her that doing just proves it. what no, I said in show number one no, about Disney. Produces nothing no. but future no, little whores. So I think that was episode really? two. Really? Because was it episode two? Yeah. Because how many of the crazy acts has that happened? And Lindsay Lohan was fucking Nickelodeon. Let's not go down that road. So so Man, go back and two. see. It, listen to Bassif's Nickelodeon two. Listen to Bassif's prediction in episode two. It's so true. It is not. It is so true. <laughs> now who was who, what was Debbie Lovato from? Debbie Lovato. Debbie Lovato. Whatever. What, what she Disney? She was Disney. Okay. Oh, whore. Okay, but those photos haven't surfaced yet. Okay, but okay. Um, if she High School Musical, team. High School Musical, that one Vanessa she was, Hudgens was Disney. posing nude. Yeah, Disney. Was Disney. I, now I'm gonna say I like the photos. She looked pretty good, and she was 15 in those photos. Whatever. Cautionary but tale for children in cell phones. But he likes them. Where are the parents in this? But well, well, I'm not. He, she tried to say she was 18. I'm gonna Whatever. trust her on that one. Wow, Anyhow. she was fifteen, dude. You really shouldn't be admitting that you like right? looking at those. You can get all kinds of mail. Oh wait, I'm I gonna know. get the mail that I'm gonna open and be like, great. Oh wait, nobody sends mail anymore. Just be thankful that Emails. email is email. now never touched by a mailman. Great. So you're yeah, not exactly. getting any venereal diseased mail handed to you. Jeez. Oh, open this envelope, which has been licked. Oh. <laughs> Who knows what tongue? Where um, was that tongue before? Anyhow, I'm not even so Jayden, what's new in toys? What's new in toys? Let's see. Uh, well, Nika just put out the Nightmare on Elm Street Series 4, which has a figure everybody's been wanting for years, including myself, which is Power Glove Freddy from Freddy's Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Also did the uh, Springwood Slasher, which is Fred Krueger, pre-burned. Awesome figure, great sculpt. I believe Graveyard Records has them in stock now. Yes, they do. Do you have more details on that, Bass? Um, yeah, Freddy, the Power Glove Freddy comes with, obviously, his brand new head sculpt, uh, Power Glove on his right arm and removable hat. It's kind of got a goofy look on it. You know, he's kind of looking to one angle versus, you know, straightforward. Uh, human Freddy is uh, the very first human Freddy figure to be available to the masses. There was a previously a human, you know, Fred Krueger figure, but it was only available through Comic-Con, and I think that was maybe 2009, it was a, No, that was, that was around Freddy vs. Jason time, because that came out around the same time as the box set. And that movie was released in 03. I don't think they took that long to make those figures. Well, regardless, it's the first human Freddy to be released of Fred Krueger pre-burned. Um, real nice head sculpt, and, uh, you know, uh, same thing, unburned left hand, removable hat... Um, glo- you know, gloved right hand, and nice realistic uh, portrait of uh, Robert England as Freddy Krueger. I also heard uh, some rumblings about there's 
Walking Dead Series 4 has not hit stores yet, but there's some exclusive Rick Grimes out? Yeah, Series 4's got a Rick Grimes, which some people are calling Prison Rick. Uh, extremely limited edition. It happens to be an exclusive to one store. Um, I don't know if I should even advertise the store, but... Uh, it's available at Graveyard Records. Well, yeah, they've got some. In <laughs> but it's not an exclusive to them, but um, yeah. they've got a couple of them, you know. Hey, you know, we got to get what the collectors want, uh, so we try to get this stuff. <laughs> what else is coming up? What? I work at the store. I can plug the store. They're our sponsor. Hell, yeah. I got. I'm the one who's. Do you get commission? You're plugging it all right. No, I sweep the floor. <laughs> you sweep the floor. Well, you're not doing a very good job. As in there well, I, 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 I help out at the store every so often, but I'm usually at the warehouse. Because I'm not allowed to be around customers, they say. Obviously. <laughs> I wonder uh, why. Anyways, regardless, this this Rick from Series 4 is going to be extremely hard to come by uh, in the future because a lot of fans don't even know what's out there. And unless you're part of one of the many Walking Dead boards out on Facebook and through social media, you're not going to know too much about it. I mean, I'm not allowed to really divulge too much about it. Yeah. Why are you well, making noises over there? I, 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 I can't get into this. I got uh, our sponsor in trouble last time I said anything. So I'm not allowed to speak on any board gonna... matters. Oh, so we should duct tape your mom yeah. at that point? Yeah. Nice. got into a little spat with uh, a board member. Awesome. She it happens. It was actually, you know, it was, it was harmful. Was it warranted? Harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Who cares? Rage. You know, People got their own. It was own. probably the same person who was pissed off that you were in front of them with 20 items. Actually, that's what started it. I'm sure it did. Who cares? Regardless. <laughs> everybody's got their own damn opinion. Here, would you like me to get some hate mail? If you paid the money and you stand in line, she got your ass up earlier and get quick getting your breakfast and all that shit and get in line like everybody else. Okay, well, anyways, that Rick Series 4 is going to be pretty hard to come by. Just and yes, see. Graveyard is going to have them because they're sitting on a wealth of them. Next story. Daryl Dixon bloody... Uh, Funko figure from uh, Hot Topic. Hot Topic exclusive. Good luck if you can find one. It's blood splattered with Poncho. Uh, exclusive to, again, Hot Topic. Not a big fan of the pop figures. Really don't care for them very much. Um, but demands were needed, or demands will be met. And guess what? Graveyard's got them. And they also got the Walker Merle. Hot Topic has got it. Where a lot of the bigger. Like Toy Wiz, I think, and Entertainment Earth canceled all pre-orders on. So I think that's going to be a Hot Topic exclusive, too. The figure that I'm really glad to see, sarcastically I say this, is the new Nika Carey figure. The bloody one's cool. The bloody one is cool. Um, you know, the other one, which is the quote-unquote beautiful Carey, as they call it, which comes with a flower, flower bouquet in her hand, glamorous, elegant dress, and... It doesn't really look like the character. I'm not a fan of the sculpt. It doesn't uh, doesn't really do her justice. None second. of the sculpts Nika done. Even the Hit Girl figures look nothing like her. Yeah. The second figure is Carrie as she unleashes her rage. She's covered in blood, head to toe. Um, you know, just a cool bloody figure. And, then and the packaging's cool for bloody one too. Yeah. And the cool part too is if you can get multiple ones in your hand, you can compare the blood because uh, some are actually bloodier than others. Yeah, I saw that. I was I was in the store earlier today, and I was intentionally looking at multiple ones to see if it was different or if it was pretty much the same. They're pretty different. That's pretty cool. 
And then, uh... You know that creature? That's Old Man Barrasser. Old Man Barrasser. Also, something that came out this past week was... <laughs> was, uh, The Walking Dead Series 3, uh, Season 3 on DVD and Blu-ray. And the only reason why I mention this in the toy section is because they put out a limited edition, um, fish tank of the heads that the governor had. And you can actually fill it with water and the heads float and all that good stuff. I didn't get Fancy one. Fancy. Yeah, because I... Are they limited? Is they're they very limited? limited, supposedly, but I thought $100 for something that's like, you know, 12 inches tall at best. When you can buy the Blu-ray set at Target for 30 bucks. Yeah, but there, there's people that collect that stuff, so... That's true. What I don't understand is it comes in this ginormous box and it's so tiny. So well, they don't then, want it to break. Yeah, apparently. They want it to look bigger than it actually is. There you go. And they did a very good job at that. They want you to pay the money. Yeah. Bassif also tries to make things look bigger than what they really are here. Yeah. Just happens. That's why you shouldn't walk away. You just say you'd have to ask him when he's too busy snack packing. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tracy, right. you were there for the snack packing. <laughs> I was there. You were. Please tell our audience because we're going into convention news. Oh come and on! We live snack pack. But we get time. another. We get another perspective. Jeez. She had the stench in her nostrils. She can contest to how bad it was. Tracy, I wasn't there, and I can. I, I sympathize with you. Tracy, please tell the audience just how bad was it. It was bad. Burn your eyelashes. Not you quite, think our listeners really want to hear about a snack pack? Well, because that's really going to be your nickname throughout this show's history, so we got to keep reminding what is snack pack. Was he pack. wearing his Adidas? <laughs> he might have. He might have. No, I was only wearing socks. Yep. <laughs> He'd be very upset if he would have snack packed in but his I had Adidas. My Hanes on. Hanes. And they're tagless. Thank you, thank you for our sponsor, Hanes. Yes. And the wool light. Tagless Hanes. Tagless Hanes, just like Michael Jordan. Oh, nice. Man. Trying to get some hang time. Got to have something that can hang first. Wow. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm just... <laughs> I've been told that I cannot say certain things, so I will not say certain things. Just showing my love for big... Basketball player. <laughs> nice save. So you know you were talking about conventions. Yes, I was talking about Tell, conventions. Is there one coming up that we can? Uh, Horror Hound weekend uh, next oh, weekend. Right, next weekend. We're going to be doing the spotlight yes. on Horror Hound, but I will just tell you this in a quick update: that Chad Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead, is only going to be there Saturday, Sunday. Emily Kinney, who is Beth Green on The Walking Dead, will only be there Saturday, Sunday. Howdy. And Stephen Young, Glenn from The Walking Dead, is going to be Whoa, Saturday. <laughs> it's going to be Saturday only. Oh, So I suggest getting there very early, getting in line, so you can meet him if you want to. Get in line so that you have your six items. Yep, yep. Okay. that's right, right, because he's. they said he's going to be there when the show starts, and his photo ops start at 5, and he's got solos and a trio with all three of them. So he's going to be gone pretty much till almost the end of the show. So you hear that, everybody? Get your asses up and in line. Early. Don't, Don't screw up. Don't bitch when you get behind so the Emily person that's be got the meat 20 in that sandwich? I hope not. Because that'd be terrible for her. 
what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but what? <laughs> I gotta say it. No, you you're can't gonna have you Tyrese and Glenn. Yeah, and Emily's in the middle. Right. In this it's fantasy like, of yours? No, no. I'm just thinking. I wonder if they're gonna go from large to small. Oh man. Again with the stereotypes. So on to other convention news. You see how big the the Tyrese character? I mean, this guy as tall as can be. Glenn's kind of short. And then Emily's, you know, I think actually Emily's taller than Glenn. Well, the reason why I say it's would be terrible is because she's young, dude. I don't even think is she even. I think she's like what nineteen. No, no, she's over no. 21. Is she? Yeah. Is she? She's in her 20s. Yeah. She looks so a, young. Yeah, and she's an accomplished musical act, too. Well, I know that, but, I mean, she just looks so young. She's got that baby face. Yep. Well. I'm just saying. So, in other words, you're saying that the prison population really likes her in the show. What? What? How did you get that by what I said? The pedophiles. What? What? Okay, How, where is anyhow. this going? We, I don't what know, are we I, talking about? I don't even know around weekend, right? Right. And that's where? That Well, I'm going to do the spotlight on Horror Hound in a now? quick minute. In a quick minute. Because <laughs> I just want to touch on two <laughs> other conventions. You. Yeah, God. But I did want to go on the Days of the Dead Chicago, November 15th to the 17th real quick. They had a couple of editions. Brian O'Halloran, who played Dante in Clerks 1 and 2. He will I'm not be even there. supposed to be here today. Exactly, but he will be there all three days. <laughs> I bet and, he doesn't show up for one of these. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be here. Yep. But I've met him in the past. Awesome guy. Very fun to talk to. Very, very funny in person. He's there with Jason Muse, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. So get your clerk's items ready to get signed. Also, Edward Herman, who played Max, the lead vampire in The Lost Boys, is going to be there. I'm excited for this one because other than Kiefer... He's one of the only vampires I need on my poster, so that's going to be awesome. He doesn't do very many shows at all, so it'll be awesome to meet him. Also, that same weekend, November 15th to the 17th, 35 Years of Terror, celebration of the 35th anniversary of Halloween in South Pasadena, California. I was at 30 Years of Terror. It was an awesome time. If you got posters and you want them signed by the whole cast, that's your one-shot deal. That's why my Halloween 1 and 2 posters are complete now after getting Jamie Lee at Horror Hound. So any Halloween fan, I highly suggest go to this show, 35 Years of Terror. Check out the website, 35yearsofterror.com. It's in South Pasadena, California. It's going to be a great time. But on to our final discussion of the night, which is our spotlight on Horror Hound. So... Everybody who wants all information on this convention, this is a segment for you. We're going to go in depth about this. So the first thing I'm going to talk about are the dates, hotel, and location. Whorehound Weekend is at the Marriott Indianapolis East, 7202 East 21st Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, September 6th through the 8th. The guest list at this show is as follows. Robert England, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Three cast members from The Walking Dead. Chad Coleman, Tyrese, Steve Young, Glenn, and Emily Kinney, who's Beth Green. Then we go to Steve Miner, 
He's the director of Friday 13th Part 2. Doesn't do many shows. So please, if you want a, that signature on your poster and need some Friday 13th items signed, you're going to want to get this one. Jamie Kennedy from the Scream movies. Vivek A. Fox, many good movies. Independence Day, Idle Hands, Kill Bill. And we got our Ginger Snaps reunion with Catherine Isabel and Emily Perkins. We got Daniel Harris, who is Jamie Lloyd, Halloween 4 and 5. Annie and Rob Zombie's Halloween. Also in uh, Hatchet 2 and 3. Then we go on to Larry Drake, Dr. Giggles himself. Barry Bostwick from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Bass, if you know Asshole! That. There you go. <laughs> Garrett Graham, Child's nice Play 2. Terrorvision. Then we got the Freddy vs. Jason reunion to go along with Robert England. Biggest reunion there's been. Ken Curzon, who's Jason. Monica Kina, Brendan Fletcher. Zach Ward, who was also... Uh, what was his name in Christmas Story? Farkas, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Scott Farkas, is that was the name in Christmas Story? He got the Farkas beat out of him. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Chris Marquette and Kyle Labine. And we go on to Robert Rossler from Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Weird Science, and he's also the main baddie in the leather jacket, Greaser, and uh, sometimes they come back. Steve Dash, the real Jason, from Friday Jason. the 13th Part 2. Awesome guy. You're going to want to meet Steve. He did retire for a few years, but he's back on the circuit. Amy Steele, the lead heroine in Friday the 13th Part 2. Sherilyn Finn and Dana Ashbrook and Michael Parks for a Twin Peaks reunion. I never watched this show. Have you watched it? No, but the best role he had was uh, in uh, Kevin Smith's Red State. Michael Red Parks? State, yeah. yeah. Then for uh, Sean Clark's film that he's been involved in the uh, Black Waters of Echoes Pond. He's got James Duvall, James Duvall who was also Frank the Bunny and Dan- Donnie Darko. They got Daniel Harris as I mentioned earlier. Electra and Elise Avalon, Crazy Babysitter Twins also from Machete and Planet Terror. And they will all be there on hand to sign and if you buy the DVD or the Blu-ray from Sean Clark, DVD is $15, Blu-ray is $20, all those cast members will will sign the DVD or Blu-ray for free. Hell and, of a deal. Yep, hell of a deal. And all fifteen bucks to get all those signatures. Yep. And all of them will take photos with you for free, getting the DVD signed or the Blu-ray signed. Only one that wasn't clarified is if Danielle would do it or not. But I would highly suggest buy an autograph from Danielle anyway. It's an it's always a pleasure meeting her. She's very talkative. Ready to answer any questions you have. Damn sexy. Then go to Dan Yeager, the new Leatherface, and Texas Chainsaw 3D. Hopefully we'll get an interview with him. going to shoot for it. Don't know if it'll happen or not, but I'm going to try. Douglas Tate. He uh, did some of the stunt work as Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Also was Slee, a Slee Stack in uh, Lost. What is Land that? Of Land of the Lost. That's what it was. The remake or the original? The remake. With uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. One of the worst films ever made. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. You didn't lose an right. hour and a half of your life then. <laughs> Megan Ward is doing a rare appearance from Trancers 2 and 3 for all you Uncle Charlie fans out there. Ari Lehman, the first Jason, our boy. Playing the sitar, the sickle guitar, sitar? Yep. 
whatever he calls it. Harley Poe will be there performing. And they then just uh, got signed to uh, yeah, Horror Hound Records. Records. Yep. Harley Poe? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Robert Kurtzman, the K in K&B Effects, has done many great works in a lot of movies for special effects, from Dust Till Dawn being probably one of the bigger ones. And then we also have Mask Fest going on, Bassett. Oh, yeah. Some of the best mask sculptors that are uh, out there. These guys, uh, are, are, you know, the, these are the guys who make the cool masks you see at Halloween. Everything from trick-or-treat studios to uh, distortions, you know, and everything in between. You know, great sculptors, fantastic masks. Um, it's a great opportunity for you to be able to get a handmade mask from one of these guys and be able to buy it directly. Um, most of the handmade masks are a lot better than what you're going to get if you buy them at a Halloween store because the stuff over there is all made in Mexico. These guys create the original. A master mold is sent over over to Mexico. They make it, mass produce it, so that it's a sellable price you know, at the horror stores. But uh, great opportunity to meet the actual guys behind the, <clears throat> the sculpts. Also, Daniel Roebuck's going to be there. Phenomenal guy to meet. Um, he's a character actor who's done so many different, you know, roles and had been on so many different TV shows. Um, you know, most recently people know him pretty much from uh, Devil's Rejects. You know, he had a bit role in there that was actually, for the most part, almost on the cutting room floor. So you got to watch the deleted scenes there. But he's also uh, Big Lou from uh, Halloween One and Two. Um, he was the strip club, you know, owner who uh, employed. Uh, what was her name? Myers, uh, Michael's mom. Yeah, Sherry Moon's character. Yeah, Sherry Moon. But what was what was her name? Uh, Karen Myers, I think. Karen. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyways, he's got a great you know murder scene in Halloween too. And by the way, he's a close personal friend of yours, isn't he, Bass? He's not a close personal friend. He's just. I mean, a, you. I mean, he's a guy who knows how to treat the cut the fans. He signs autographs for you, doesn't charge. If you don't even have a photo or an item, he'll give you a photo. They hang out too. I've he goes to, he goes a little bit. He goes to panels with Roebuck and forgets to call me. I know me. I heard. It oh, happens. God. Rehab. Tracy, oh, you were there. How awesome was that? Okay, I'm not getting into this. Oh one. come on! I know what argument no. starts from this one. I'm not come getting on. into this. Come on, tell the story. Regardless, regardless, You're we're talking about Mass Fest. We're not talking about what Daniel did or how how nice he was to me. Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. We're, we're trying wow. to bring people's attention to meet Daniel Roebuck because I've met just Daniel Roebuck and he's Daniel awesome. Daniel Roebuck. It's just that simple. He is a huge horror fan. He owns so much incredible horror merchandise and memorabilia. From over the years, he's hosted some, you know, great talks on, you know, vintage horror memorabilia. Uh, he's a fan, fan, you know, or I should say, Mask Fest favorite. Go meet him, say hi, um, tell him Graveyard Records sent you. You know, he. And uh, if you can't find him, just text Massive. And yeah, I'll, I'll probably. I'll, 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 that's right. I'll probably be invited to exclusive dinner or something. Yeah, something like so, that. So you know, don't worry. I'll I'll leave my friends behind because that's what I like to do. But he will probably Saturday do Doctor Shocker, which is his horror host horror host alter ego. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, he he does that in the L.A. area for Halloween. And uh, regardless, just go meet Daniel Roebuck. He's a really nice guy. Say hi. Um, like I said, he'll sign autographs for you for free. Bring your Halloween merchandise. Bring your lost merchandise. 
anything that he's been in. I mean, if you don't know what he's been in, trust me, IMDb, you'll be shocked at how many movies and TV shows you've seen. You know, he's he's actually worked next to some of the great actors like um, Andy Griffin from uh, how was that Andy Griffin show where he was a, a lawyer. Uh, I'm not that old, dude. Matlock. Matlock. That's Come it. on, old man. Bassett. Hold on. I never, watched, I never watched Matlock. Hold on. Let me get my bifocals. Yeah. Never watched Matlock. Wasn't a fan of it. But I like Daniel Roebuck. Been on a whole bunch of Disney stuff. And thankfully, he has not turned into... Whoa. He has not turned into some... But he's an... Foul mouth. Hey, man. Boy. He's an upstanding guy. You sure he did Disney? Disney or Nickelodeon? I've seen. I think. Yeah, I think, it might I think Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon came way after. Who are you talking about? Oh no, dude! Ro- Robux too awesome to be Disney. Yeah, that probably maybe wasn't Disney. Maybe it was. Why, if you're such good friends, why don't you just call him and ask him? Yeah, call him up real quick, man. Get him on the phone. Anyways. <laughs> Doesn't you're matter gonna, because you're like, never gonna let the this next down. time I'm at a convention and you see me. I can guarantee people are going to want to take their photo oh. with me more than they're going to want to take a photo with you. Yeah, because you know Daniel Roebuck. That's right. You are going to be <laughs> That's so, it. so yeah. mad. So yeah. mad. Daniel Roebuck. Oh, he's a film. He's been in a Nickelodeon movie, which is Agent Cody Banks and its sequel. And let's see here. He guest starred in Disney's Waver- Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, okay, so he's had one little indiscretion uh, working for that clown, Mickey Mouse. I'm just saying, I had to throw... Not only that, but he did Nickelodeon too, so now he's got double strikes against him. So, you know, if your predictions come true, he'll be on the VMAs next year. Well, hopefully... On somebody named, I don't know... <laughs> he might be grinding on Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray that, I would pay to see that. <laughs> Billy will have an achy, breaky heart because his daughter is such a whore. Right. See, now I, I just had to throw that in there because he's got a du- double whammy against him. I am going to try and also get a uh, interview with Daniel Roebuck in all seriousness, uh, maybe with Bassif's help. You know, because maybe well, you know, he's got him on speed dial. Be sitting there, right there, to make sure he doesn't embarrass me. Oh, whatever, man. All I'm going to ask him is, "What? Hey, what do you think? I mean, do you let your kids watch Disney?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> so what? Wow. That's all I'm gonna do. Hey, he probably let his kids lost watch, lo- lo- watch lost, and he got this. They got to see him blow up. Yeah, that happened. Boom. I wonder if he has his costume from that because he's at he's after the Frankenstein costume. Well, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Fuck, dude. He has publicly said this in blogs and everything that he is pissed at Rob Zombie. Because Zombie let his Frankenstein costume go, go to an auction. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, if he wanted it that bad, he should have got up early and skipped suit in line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it was that important to him, just saying. Wow. But I am going to try and get an He's interview a about him. Convention, so he should well, there, he, that's exactly. And I am going to try to get an interview with him because I think it'll be interesting. The guy's been in so much shit. If it was my shit, I'd have my so. name all over it and say, do not take. Daniel Harris got screwed, too. Well, She was supposed to get see, the jacket it. from Halloween 1. Blame she it didn't on get Hob it. Zombie. You know, she Hob never zombie. got it. That ended up going to some, I'm just going to call the guy an ass clown because... Because uh, he outbid you? <laughs> he... <laughs> no, no. He got it, and then he goes and has Daniel Harris, Scout Taylor Compton, and... I forget Christina Klebe. Christine Klebe autograph it. 
You yeah. don't ever have your wardrobe autographed by the star. That's just that's And that was stupid. a PSA of things to do from Bassive when you own original I don't own any original props. I just work for a guy who does, and I hear him always exposing about how well you never do that. Let's be honest here. You did have some kiss memorabilia. That's wow. a whole other podcast. Moving on. Oh, come on. This Moment is, in no. history. This is different. Oh, oh wait. History. I'm sorry. That's right. Right. Now, Bassif can tell the story yes. about how Gene and Paul raided a kiss convention that he was at while vending, and you had the costume still at this time? I had, yeah, I had costume pieces and guitars. And what happened at this? Because I want to rock and roll. Oh, sorry. Who sings that song? I... It should stay that way, whoever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, many years earlier, uh, all the wardrobe, costumes, uh, set, I shouldn't say set decorations, but stage gear was auctioned off as part of a, a, a land contract for a building. Uh, Gene and Paul's staff or people did not keep you know tabs on the stuff, weren't paying the back taxes that needed to be. Long story short, the building and all merchandise or all items in the building were sold. That stuff was later divvied up amongst KISS fans throughout the country and the world. And uh, Gene and Paul turned around and were able to get a very gullible judge to believe them that all this stuff was stolen. They got uh, court orders and injunctions and stuff, started going after fans and trying to get the stuff back. Uh, One individual in Detroit, uh, a guy named Joe Marshall, who happened to run the Detroit KISS convention, made the fatal mistake of advertising as part of his show that, you know, original wardrobe or... Uh, stage warden's costumes would be on display. He had the stuff there. Gene and Paul showed up with local PD and sheriffs with their court order. Next thing you know, they're confiscating everything. Didn't matter if it was a makeup kit that you know you, I, or anybody else could have purchased, or if it was actually Gene's, you know, boots. They took it all. Later, sorted it all out, gave them back the merchandise, but kept all the costumes. Gene and Paul, literally, not even a year later, turned up doing their own KISS conventions, they were the acoustic conventions, put all the costumes that they had acquired through seizures and such and some of the stuff that they hadn't lost, put it out on uh, on the road and basically set up these KISS conventions there where they performed acoustically and did Q&As. Basically, you know, giving a big F you to all the fans who, you know, legally obtained this stuff. I mean, when you bought a costume from the group of guys who had gotten it in the building... It was bought legally. How are you to know that, you know, Kiss would pull something like this later and say it was stolen? The funny part is, several years later, Gene and Paul turned around, auctioned it all off through a company called Bakersfield Auction. Fans were able to get their hands on all this stuff, but they just ended up paying ridiculous money. And then uh, Gene and Paul also auctioned off all their, like, you know, reunion and farewell tour uh, costumes that they wore you know, now this stuff can be seen at the Hard Rock in, uh, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's Miami, Florida, or Orlando, Florida. It can be seen there. It can be seen in casinos uh, throughout the country. Stuff is out there. It's just not the same, you know, way of collecting. When I collected, all the stuff I got was from the, you know, the building that was uh, bought. You know, paperwork and stuff came along with it. For years, I had to hide that stuff. So be it. I eventually sold it. Made a boatload of money. There Gene you Paul, go. Uncle Gene never got a dime from me. That was your moment in history. That was your moment in history. But also at Mask Fest, Uncle Charlie, Charles Band, will be appearing at the Full Moon booth. Shilling all his wares. 
Hey, you get some good deals from Uncle Charlie oh, yeah. when he does No, I'm never going to knock Uncle Charlie. We call him Uncle Charlie because we love the guy. We love Uncle Charlie. He doesn't make the best films anymore, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter. When when the guy's going to sell you a, a DVD for 10 bucks, in, you know, hell, you can spend 10 bucks for a crappy film like you did for Unlucky Charms. Or just wait till... You should ask him to autograph that. He does. He autographs everything for free. Yep. And if Robin Sidney's there, she'll autograph everything for free and post her photos. And Charlie is a very people person. He knows who uh, he knows that it's the fans that have kept him, you know, his business alive and kept him in the movie industry as long as he has. I mean, he made some classic films in the eighties. Most recently, eh, uh, you know, I've seen dog shit that's better. But <laughs> <laughs> I still love Uncle Charlie, man. I love the guy. Gotta love Uncle Charlie. Yep. He's gonna make a yeah. He's gonna make a film that's gonna be the Bassif story, snack packing through the USA. Yeah, buddy, I'd buy that for five bucks. <clears throat> for five bucks, hell yeah, yeah, I'd buy that. I'd use it as a coaster. Yeah, it'd be a poop monster. Be like Kevin Smith shit yeah, monster. Yeah, there you go. Nice. The Golgotha. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's pretty sweet. But if you also wait, I'm I'm just gonna tell people, you know, if you wait towards the end of the night, probably Saturday night. Those DVDs uh, will go down if, uh, it, five bucks. It depends if Uncle Charlie's going to be bolting. If he's going to be there all weekend, it won't happen until Sunday. I um, think he's either there Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Or regardless, it's one, it's one, he's not there all three days. I know that. Yeah, regardless, he doesn't want to have to ship that stuff back to L.A. So he'd rather sacrifice, sell it. Sell, sell, sell. Exactly. So, you know, unless you absolutely have to have a title. You know, didn't pay full price. It doesn't matter. His prices are, you know, really good anyways. I mean, his average DVD is 10 bucks. His, yeah. His Blu-rays are 15 20 at the most. He's always got great box sets. Um, you know, if it's something that's an older title, you know, just hang tight. He'll he'll discount it. And a lot of times what he'll end up doing is uh, it's a buy one, get one free. So you walk up there and you buy a uh, Puppet Master box set. You can grab a Puppet Master box set for one of your friends if you don't want that. Grab a subspecies box set. Doesn't matter. You're paying one price and getting two box sets. You can't beat the price. It's better than any of the uh, uh, full moon direct sales that they run periodically. And this way, you're not paying shipping either. And Uncle Charlie will sit there and autograph it for you. So and you can be that guy to have 20 items and make. Yeah, yeah, you can hold up Uncle Charlie and, and and hold him hostage by buying every single DVD and box set. And trust me, he won't complain. Nope. Not at all. And most of his fans won't complain either because, hey, they know the minute I get up there, Uncle Charlie's going to be signing all my shit for free, too. Nice. I've never seen Uncle Charlie charge for a signature. Um, And he'll probably have the uh, Puppet Master replicas, too, I'm sure. Yeah, those are... uh, Does he sell those? Yeah, he sells those, but they're not the same quality they used to be. They're a little bit more mass-produced, you know... But You're not the, the limited to 500 in parentheses. Well, no, it used to be limited to 200. Now, 200. now the production runs are 500. And, you know, just make sure you get your COA and signed. Uh, well, get your figure signed, get your yeah. COA signed. Yep. Authentication. Get everything photos. signed. Huh? Get everything signed. Hell yeah. yeah. He's signed for free. Why not? He ain't going to get nothing. Not so, so if he signs for free, for free like, what do, what do all these other people charge for autographs? Average price is going to probably be twenty yeah, dollars. In some cases, like Daniel Harris, we've heard twenty five, thirty, thirty, thirty. 
That's what, that's what I've been she hearing. Saw, everything she's ever signed for me was 20 bucks. Yep. Well, that's because our new, you're that person in line with 80 fucking items to be signed. Yeah. Well, those days are done. They are. I'm not paying 30 bucks to have her sign a ton of my shit. No. I didn't have Danny Trail sign all my crap. Collection is full. There you go. I got everything I want. Uh, pretty much. I'm not one of those completists that has to have every Robert England piece signed. Yeah, I know. His what collection. A, those assholes are annoying. I hope I don't get stuck behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'll be holding your stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, some of them are going to be 40. Robert's going to be 40 to 50. All the Walking Dead, obviously, are going to be 40. Um, Leave your camera at home for them. I think Vivica A. Fox is 30. I think Jamie Kennedy's 30. See, I, really? I, I, yeah. as much as I'm not a big fan of hers, I'd still pay, I'd pay her 30 bucks. Vivica A. Fox? Yeah, she's a big enough name and the, the likelihood of seeing her ever at another horror convention. And she'll take a photo for free with purchase. Yeah. But regardless, when was the last time you saw her at a horror con, and when will she show up again? Probably not. You know, very so often. I just wish there was a Kill Bill action figure that I could get her to sign. Yeah, I don't think they made one of her. I no, they, they, they didn't. So. They didn't make one of her, unfortunately. Maybe I'll uh, have to go back and watch the movie, and then have her sign a box of cereal for me. Nice. <laughs> she pulls. She pulls one of the most badass guns on I know, that thing. I know. You know. <laughs> Why not? Hey, will you sign my Fruit Loops? Nice. And she looked at sure me. Sure, it wasn't Cheerios. Hey, if it Thank was Cheerios, you it was Cheerios. <laughs> I think there was. We're just racking them up. I think there was uh, the the Rice Krispies in there too. Um, snack, crackle, and pop. Yep. I think that's the one she actually brought the gun out of. Yeah, I think so. Because she wanted to pop uh, Uma Thurman or whatever. Yep. Yeah. The bride. Yeah. Uma needs to put a little uh, little fat on her body. There, she's a little too too thin. I liked Kill Bill, man, but I, I liked Tarantino's Kill Bill 1 was movies. good. Kill Bill 2 sucked. Well, because Kill Bill 2 is the story. You got all the action in the Volume 1 and everything, all the storyline is in 2. It's a typical Tarantino film. Exactly. It was awesome. No. Yes, Tarantino. Action, 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 talk, talk, talk. Tarantino is amazing. Tarantino is was amazing. He still I've is. seen Django Unchained. Oh, come on, man. Wait, are we discussing movies or are we still going to on this convention? Well, we are, but I'm just... I, Django was awesome, right. man. Django sucked. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, Neither did I. Maybe you Damn. should have a, you know... Okay, so, but... Now, when you go to this, what guests... Oh, I do want to say real quick that... What? No. Anybody... Yes. No. Yes. I have to because people no. are going to want to hear this part. She's trying it to hit train on the tracks. I am. It train is on the tracks. Choo, choo. I highly doubt that. I hey. know. Poor Tracy. Poor, it's, maybe she wants to know, you know, people who are worth that weight in line. Well, me. that's what I'm about Whoa. to go into. Whoa, what I'm about okay. what I'm about to go into is that anybody who wants to complete a Freddy vs. Jason poster, everyone for the Freddy vs. Jason reunion should be twenty bucks. At least that's what the word was about a month ago. So you pay forty for Robert, twenty for complete, everyone else. You're not going to get a complete poster. You're, you're going to get close to complete. You're not going to get the. Uh, you're not going to get Kelly Rowland, and you're not going to get Jason Ritter. Everyone else is there because they're too big of a star <laughs> to come to a convention. Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. Yeah, it's not like she's got an excuse. It's not like she's touring. Yes, yeah, she is. They're touring right now. No, no she's she touring. Is. She's at a solo tour she's for got, like past. Yeah. Well, her music four years. isn't worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her acting wasn't that good. 
I mean, she's cute looking, I guess, you know. But speaking of Freddie versus Jason. Jason Ritter's too, just too busy mourning his father's Oh, loss. stop. No, 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 we're not going go. there. Moving on. We're moving off of this one. Is, but speaking of company too much? Yes. Speaking of Freddie versus Jason, what they're going to be doing with Robert England is they're going to be doing this uh, Robert England di- with a virtual queue line. That's what they're calling it. A virtual queue line? What's that? Yeah. Well, it's like the Matrix. What it is is that, well, VIPs get first entry, so they're going to be able to get one access to front of the line. But then basically what you, when you get through registration, you're going to go to where Robert is signing. There's going to be a table set up. They're going to hand you a ticket with a number on it. They'll have a board outside of, the, of where he'll be signing with the numbers in 50 to 100 number increments. It's like the DMV. No Pretty survey. much. And no they're, they'll be doing over-the-speaker announcements on Twitter and on Facebook what numbers are being yeah. put at I, that time. And this is, the, is this the first time they're going to try this? They did it with Jamie Lee, oh, but they, it was a little different with Jamie Lee than it is with Robert. Because I've met Robert five times. I've never had to go through anything like this. So that's why I didn't go VIP. I don't think it's necessary. I know I'll meet him. Um, you know, he's very personable. He's going to talk, so it's going to take a little while, but I know I'll meet him. But this whole thing is supposed to stop people from waiting in line five, six hours and waste their whole Wasting time at the convention day. because they're only going to take 50 to 100 people in that room at once, and then when they're done, they'll change the numbers. So I suggest getting there early to get this ticket. No breakfast. No breakfast, especially Saturday um, because it's going to be ridiculous. Line. Forget it it on Saturday. Yeah, forget it. I mean, they're already saying that it's probably going to be sold out. The VIPs are going to take Saturday almost the entire day. Yeah. And there's no way in hell. You're either going to get them Friday because you got there at the butt crack of dawn, even though the show don't open until, what, 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 o'clock is early entry. Okay, if you're literally not in line, I'm going to say 6 a.m., forget it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is that Friday, you know, they got the map out right now where he's signing. So as soon as you get your bracelet, I just go there. Simple fact is this. You want to do it the convention pro way? You go stand in line. I go get the bracelets. That way, you're standing in line. You don't have to give out all your hints. You should be charging for this. Anybody who knows. Anybody who's done these shows knows how to do it. Listen to Tracy. Write a book. Make yourself more money. There you go. Do one of those... uh, Web things like want to know how to rock the convention? Click here. Buy my ebook for nineteen ninety five. Endorsed by Daniel Robot. Here you go. <laughs> Forward by Daniel Robot. Well, yes. But no, if you want to have a good convention, you come rock it with Draven and Bassett. There you go. We'll get I've it always done. got the cold pabest on tap. We oh, always boy. get it and done. Adidas. In Adidas. I'll be wearing my shorts. My Adidas. I will have a cold pabst. And I will at also... At 6 in the morning? At 6 in the morning. Hell yeah. He'll be loving his Adidas. I'll be loving my Adidas because by the end of the night, I'll be washing them off in the swimming pool. Again. Chicago snack style. <laughs> and if you're lucky, Chicago you'll be around when I snack pack. Because oh. everybody knows a cold beer is more important than using the bedroom. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, for those of you... For those of you who are going to... My mind. Pull the trigger on the photo ops. I'm going to give you the price list. So maybe wait, you wait, can wait, wait. second guess. Wait, 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 wait. Give them the advice that they need to take the second mortgage out on the house. Pretty much. Don't worry about getting the baby new formula. Right. 
Um, you really don't need to pay your phone bill until you get back from the convention if you have any money left. Correct. And most of all, don't call in sick to work because trust me, you need that overtime. Exactly. And none of these photo ops are available online anymore. That last day to do it was yesterday. They will be available at the convention. It'll be a cash-only deal, though. No credit cards or debit cards. So here we go. Digital downloads, which is basically they're going to give you a code. You go to their website. You type in the code. Your photo will come up. It'll be the full 300 DPI large photo. You copy and you save it. And there you go. You own the photo. Additional print of the 8x10, I really Wait, don't understand. How much is that digital download? The digital download is $10 at this show, so Ooh. it's $5 cheaper than Wizard. Whoa, I don't oh, need as much this, loop of this. this. Yes. Is this is, you pay when you get there, you, or are you supposed to order it online? Uh, you could have ordered it online, but those have ended. Oh, it has. So you can buy all of this at the Celeb Photo Op booth at the convention, and but it's a cash-only deal. And for $10, you don't have to stop at Walgreens. And pick up the loop. Yes. Because Walgreens won't copy the photo for you. <laughs> yeah, but you need you need to go to Walgreens to get the lube usually yep. when you're at a celebrity photo. Oh, yeah. And an additional 8x10, which I don't really know why anybody would get another one. I just buy the digital downloads so and you then can make as many as you want. And then take it $5 and get it made? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's $10. A digital download and additional print combo is $18. Now on to the photo ops. I saved a whole $2. There you go. Now you can afford a Trojan. Yes. Extra large. Um. Right. For the mighty Brasher. <laughs> mighty. Wow. You saw that snack pack. That was mighty. <laughs> yeah. That's mighty. the one thing you yes. probably aren't overcompensating that. for. So here we go. Chad Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. His photo op, $40. Oh! oh. Danielle Harris, her photo op will be $35. Now, with purchase of an autograph of $30, you can just take a photo with her at her table. Save your photo op. Old school. Yes. Elise and Electra Avalon, $45 for the crazy babysitter twins. They're hot and all that, but God, they ain't worth that kind of money. Emily Kinney, Beth Green, Walking Dead, $40. That's she, probably the only way you'll get a photo. She's only yep. there Saturday and Sunday. Though, right? Yep. Her and Chad Coleman, Tyrese, only Saturday and Sunday. Friday the 13th, Duel, Steve Dash and Amy Steele. Friday and Saturday only, $45. Oh. Friday the 13th, Trio, Sunday only, Steve Miner, Dash, and Steele, $60. Ginger Snaps, Duel, and Emily just- Perkins, Catherine Isabel, $45. Now, I didn't pay that much. I paid 20 for mine. And just remember, you can maybe get a photo with these guys at their table for free. Most of them. Why would you spend $45 to get a professional photo op, not on the JPEG, and still have to pay another $10 to get that? So now you're looking at, a, what, $55? Yep. Shit, All- and you wonder why we advocate old school. All of them, I'd say you'd be able to get photos at the table with all of them except for the Walking Dead guests and Robert England. Yeah, because when, when we met the Ginger Snap girls, they were more than happy in Chicago to take photos with us. Unless you wanted the duel and it was 20 bucks, But that's still a lot better than 45 bucks. Yeah. And it was words, on my camera. Make your choice. Yes. Picture or food. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're like Draven, you eat from the dollar menu at McDonald's. Here you go. Because, you know, that's like highbrow food. 
Don't think, he's, don't think he's going to Steak and Shake. No, I don't want to go to Steak and Shake. Why? Because Steak and Shake causes snack packs, <laughs> and then I have to smell it all the weekend. All right. Because somebody's okay, diabetic and can't no, handle shakes. Down. Enough with the snack pack. I'm just saying. It ruined my whole time. Wait, where did you leave off? The Ginger Girls? I, yes, I am on Jamie Kennedy's Scream Photo Op, which is pretty cool. They put a couch down, you sit next to Jamie, and then they got someone in the ghost face costume behind you with a knife, and you guys make a scary face like you're screaming together. Kind of cool. It's a different. It's not just a, I'm a stand you're on this stand X. You stand on this X, and I'll, yeah. the, I'll look down. And that's only $35. That's not bad, and it's a pretty cool opportunity. I'll give him that. Only if he tells me the rules of trying to survive a horror film. Nice. Robert England with the Freddy glove on, fifty dollars. Uh, Wait, it's just him in the glove. Yes, him wearing the glove. I wanted to meet Freddy Krueger in the glove. Yeah. I pay fifty for that. Sherilyn Fenn, Friday Saturday only from Twin Peaks, thirty dollars. Stephen Young, Glenn from The Walking Dead, forty-five dollars. Five dollars more than the other two. But he isn't he. He's only there on what day, though? Only on Saturday. And, and his photo folks, op is at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. Remember, folks, he might not survive season 4. Maybe not. Maybe not. Nobody's safe. No spoilers here. Come on. Nobody's safe. I'm not giving a spoiler away. Nobody's safe. Zombie Merle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta say that Bassif had a picture that leaked of Zombie Merle on his phone the Friday before the Sunday it premiered at a convention that Michael Rooker was at and showed it to everybody. I'm like, hey, want to know why Rooker's leaving Sunday? This is why. And would show the photo, go, hey, you want to know what's going to happen Sunday in The Walking Dead? This is what happens. And ruined it for everybody and he enjoyed every second of it Especially when he walks up to Rooker at the table and goes, So, hey, man, how you feel about Sunday? And Rooker goes, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, you know what I'm talking about. Rooker signs something real fast and goes, you don't know shit. And slides it back to him. Then at the panel that uh, Bassif was a special guest with Daniel Roebuck at. Oh, you did. Someone else. Were you there? Yes. Oh, she's over here cringing. She's just like. Someone else did stand up and go. Someone else did stand up and go, Hey, so how do you feel about what's going to happen Sunday? And he goes, I don't know what you talk about. And she goes, Come on. Everyone here already knows. Probably because Tracy, of Bassett. that was you, wasn't it? I, girl, I know it could have been. It could have been. No. It yeah. could have yeah. been. Yeah, no. yeah, no. right now. I don't no. know. I wasn't there, so I See, wouldn't know. I wasn't know. there either. You weren't invited. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. No, I wasn't. No, Raven wasn't invited. Oh, okay. He was standing outside the double doors. Oh, yeah. oh, he was there, but he wasn't there. there. He wasn't yeah. inside. I, I wasn't, wasn't with this cool cast. I, I wasn't in the front row VIP Robux style. Some kind of, I don't know. Uh, I might angry. be. I might be. Are you I might. Just I, a it angry? might. It might have happened. I don't know. It was the it's quietest. Just, it was the quietest. My phone was for like the rest of the afternoon. I'm just gonna call him. Yeah. Wow. I'll get him back. 
It's a good thing. Why I was, do I have a feeling he's going to that for the rest of his life? Oh, it's not like that. It's no, I'm just going to talk to Roebuck about it. I'm going to be like, hey, you remember uh, Bassif? He's not going to remember. Really? Oh yeah, he remembers a dude. He walked into the panel. No, I well I know this that. Guy, but you... No wait, you don't know this part. Okay, this guy is recognized no. by Roebuck wherever. Okay, okay? he's a close he's personal friend. I'm not a close personal friend. Close personal he friend. likes me. He's close personal friend. I'm not a close <laughs> personal friend. I Bassett we just have we have some not very much horror movie likes. What I understand. Hey, so the Walking Dead trio. Are you ready for this one? It's one you're gonna like, Ben. Cap the lube. So for all three of the Walking Dead Hold guests, on, let me part them. All right, I got both Ewan, Ewan Coleman and and Emily Kinney. Now I will give them this. They make it a little bit of a deal. So here we go. We got forty, forty, and forty-five. How much do you think the trio is? One twenty. No. 100 bucks. Close. 101.99. You have to have it spit on. You don't get any afford lube anymore. <laughs> right. Wow. Twin Twin Peaks Duel Friday Saturday only. Sherilyn Finn Dana Ashbrook forty five dollars. Vivica Fox Friday Sunday only thirty five dollars. And then the Ultimate Freddy vs Jason reunion. All eight cast members Saturday Sunday Sunday only. $130. And remember, seven of them will be looking at the camera. There will always be one looking somewhere now, else. Now, do you notice one that... Every time. ...you would think would be on here, but is not? You mean Mr. Robert England is not included in that cast photo? No, he is. He is. But there is no Freddie and Jason photo op. <gasps> there is no Robert England, Ken Kurz in her Ken, photo Maybe op. Ken is taking a stance much like our friend Sid Haggins. Well, wait. We who? can only hope. Wait, Oh, no, 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 no. What what is that price for? That is for the $130 is for all ca- all eight cast members. Of, of what? Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, and who did you say is not going to be there? No, I was saying that the one photo op that isn't on here is just... Just Jason. Freddy and, and Jason, Jason together. Oh, you mean like doing the a la Jamie, or right. Jamie Kennedy with the Scream thing? Right. They would probably make money with that. They would have made a lot of money with that. But guess Alas. we're looking forward to meeting. I'm looking forward to meeting Steve Ewan. I'm looking forward to meeting Jamie Kennedy, Barry Bostwick. Really? Yeah, I gotta meet Jamie Kennedy, man. Malibu's most wanted. I was gonna say, you're gonna take that, or didn't he Whoa. do like a TV show? Yeah. Film. yeah, yeah. Dude, Malibu's most wanted was hilarious. I know a guy just like that. It's awesome. You sit next to me. Yeah, whatever. This is great, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, you want to know? Just take a look at our Facebook page and look at Draven's pictures. They're going to change. That's Malibu's most wanted. I had to grab what we had. <laughs> you know? Uh, this is what happened. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know the picture we're talking uh, about? I've seen the pictures. Okay. Hey, that's gangster. Anyway. Sure, it's 
gangsterized twelve year olds that I see sometimes. Oh, oh. Tracy, there you go. I'm glad you you got me. She's almost earned me. a spot on the show. She almost has. She got a zinger in on me. Hat turned sideways. A hat isn't sideways. The, the hat's turned sideways. It's not sideways. It's crooked. Oh jeez, I'm sorry. Crooked like a white boy. That I didn't. I didn't get some gay fuck club face mask with spikes coming <laughs> out of it, Master Shredder Bane style. I'm sorry. Oh whoa whoa whoa! That's the okay. bondage gear. Yeah. I mean. Yeah it, yeah yeah yeah. We just wait till we. stole it from somebody from Disney. Yeah, probably. Hannah Montana. Yeah. yeah. It's probably Lady in the Tramps ball gag. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, probably. Just wait. Just wait when I come walking out on that convention floor with my spikes ablazing, my corpse blazing. Looking like a knockoff Gene Simmons. Oh, no, you did. I'm just saying. I'm well, just I saying. I don't wear a wig. Yet. <laughs> it could happen. I am a power, powerful and attractive man, as he says. Right. I just don't collect $500 for an autograph. And I haven't seen you wear sunglasses inside. I have. Really? Yes. Always one of those guys. Not always, but occasionally. I wear sunglasses at 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't give a damn. Well, that's because you're sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm sleepwalking. Yeah. I was up all night counting my money. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> no, that gangster. Yeah. You tell yourself that. Okay. How how much are you taking in this convention? <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to even take any money to this convention. Shit, I ain't getting any autographs. There is nobody there that I haven't already met or want to meet. Good, because guys with no money normally bitch about me getting multiple items signed. <laughs> so, uh, well, with me standing behind you, yeah. they won't be bitching. Nice. Hey, why is this guy taking some goddamn money, man? He's getting like 22 Robert England autographs. This is bullshit, man. I've been standing here in What'd you say? Oh, nothing, sir. Nothing. Please don't sweat on me. Don't beat me up, man. You well, know, I might because be in a, you're a big... I am the mighty Bowser. Yeah, you're the mighty... Hey, as, as a so-called Iraqi vet, so-called police officer, and so-called, well, we guaranteed asshole found out, don't piss off the mighty bass if when I'm sitting there drinking my cold beer and sitting in a chair. Yeah. It was bad. Can't go into any details, but he'll he'll walk with a limp and talk with a lisp. Probably for the rest of his life. You looking forward to meeting anybody off my coattails for autographs? Um Yeah, I can't wait to meet Robert's wife again. This she's is such bad. a pleasant individual. Oh, stop. We're not going to go there. No, she's a nice lady. You know, she has. she's a nice lady who wields the power of a post-it note. Uh-huh. And, you know, when you folks get to meet her, <laughs> you'll see exactly what I mean. He's a I'm little sure jaded. Are, He's a little jaded. Mind. I was there. Yeah. How many is that? Really? 
that many? She was the one posting on the boards uh, that she was all pissed off that you were the one person in line getting all that She should stuff. be happy because Robert, when that he's done... That money goes in her pocket. I was going to say, when, when it's all said and done, Robert probably she bought probably her a nice big lump of say, bling. She probably didn't care and she wanted to get the line moving because she's probably rolling her eyes like, oh, I just want to go home. Because people are weird. When you're handing them, well, fandom isn't and he was charging what thirty bucks at that time, thirty thirty five for an autograph. No, he was only twenty five at that time. Twenty five. Okay, so I walk up to her and I say the to her, "Hashtags to mark down how much you actually owed her." No, I she, she, she had, had a calculator, calculator. Oh, but I walked Lord. up to her and I says, "I have twenty six items I need signed." She goes, oh, "Really, twenty <laughs> six? And I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry, it's not the nearly thirty that I had signed Friday night." <laughs> But thankfully, Draven was sitting there, standing in line at the butt crack of dawn while I was still nursing a hangover from the night With before. my, like, 15 items. Yeah. There you go. And then I was smooth. I just kind of strolled up and was like, what's up there, Draven? He's like, not much. I says, you mind if I roll my cart in here? Oh, no, by the over. And that's Come why on. you pissed off the person behind him. Well, the person him behind him took one look at me and just was like, I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> and the guy, you know, ahead of us, I says, you got a problem with that? He goes, nope. Oh. So... So seeing as People don't tend to get pissed with me because I'm a nice guy. I mean, I'll sit there and I'll tell you some of the dirtiest jokes and tell you all kinds of funny things. And eventually, I'll at least I'll, they think you're funny. I'm funny looking. Yeah, very. But you said it. Mm-hmm. The only the only person who gets pissed off is Draven because when I'm sitting there wishing death upon this star in a joking manner. I mean, I think wasn't the Corey Corey Haim? We're sitting in the no. line in Corey oh. Haim. And I'm talking oh, about how yeah. wouldn't it be great if you overdosed? Um, you know, and I can't wait to get this autograph because it's going to be worth so much money down in the road in a And I was actually a fan of his, and he was also and very the, cool to me both times I met yeah, him. And the young lady behind us is just like, oh, it's so inappropriate you say that. Well, I got the last laugh because less than a year later, uh, he's maggot me. And I'm up on the bay going, pay the man, pay the man, pay the man. See, and now you know all what? Money. We're going to get all kinds of. We can get hate mail about that. All I don't give a damn. Come on, man. The only hey, the only guest I never cashed in on was Matt Lagory. Hey, what? no, I didn't. I didn't cash in when Matt passed away. Well, not then. Well, everything's got its price eventually. <laughs> but out of respect for you know, I I didn't sell anything. Well, obviously, have. you know, you've been. I've never Michael been Jackson. You want to talk about cashing? No, I don't. Michael talk about Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, that man made me so much money. I'm sure he did. All right, so let's talk about people that we've actually met that is worth the wait. Like Robert Englund, definitely wait in line for Robert Englund. Definitely wait in line for Daniel Harris. Uh, Both the Ginger Snaps girls, most definitely. You met Barry Bostwick Bassif. Very cool. Definitely worth the wait. Very nice. You can walk up to him, call him an asshole. He'll smile. Steve Dash. Definitely wait for him. If you want an interesting conversation and just shoot the shit, Sean Clark, he's always fun to talk to. And then, uh, let's see, what else could we... you're not telling me I'm his personal friend either. No, you're not. <laughs> you Stop just wait till that Jamie Lee... You just yeah, wait till he, that he, Jamie he, Lee DB turns up. Okay, I'll tell the story. So Sean Clark comes up to Bassif and goes, Hey man, you heard the news, right? And he goes, what? He goes, oh, well, you're on the 35th anniversary of Halloween Blu-ray. Your interview made it. So now he's on a Blu-ray, so he thinks he's special. So you can send your Blu-rays <laughs> to to yeah to Graveyard Shift, yeah, and I'll sign them to, for free to Fuckstick <laughs> Avenue and have <laughs> Bassett sign them. Just 
tell me who you'd like to sign to. If you don't want it signed, I can always sign it to Dear eBay Buyer. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow. Nice. Hey, if you see me at a convention and you want it signed, I'll sign it. I'm that way. I'm not that way. I'm like Sid. I will do it for free and I'll pose for photos. And hell, I might even buy you a beer because you asked me to do that. Pabst, of course. I'm going to drink, drink any of that faggot and Michelob and, you know, only what the queers drink, Miller. You got the most interesting man in the world? I'm not taking anything away from them guys. They're cool. Yeah. Cool guys. don't like Miller. You don't like it? I don't like Miller. Why not? Just don't like Miller. No? Miller Lite. (laughs) That was a face. Schlitz. Oh, boy. Piss beer. Hey, it's better than the, that uh, Jose, what is that? Uh, what's it, the Mexican beer? Um, Jose Dos Equis? Corona? Corona, yeah. I mean, that's just a couple Mexican guys standing oh. around laughing as they pee in a bottle. <laughs> wow. So, Tracy, how many conventions have you been to? Um, just a few? A couple, not a many. Couple. So, what can somebody expect for the first time at one of these conventions? get stuck behind me getting 20 items <laughs> and then take one look up look up at me and go oh no problem dude sorry oh man I just thought I'd ask are you okay over there I mean because pretty soon this <laughs> underground okay, underground so- lair is going to be filled with your head <laughs> you alright I mean wow. the, the, the the bullshit that's coming out here is starting <laughs> starting to reach ceiling level of hey I'm a badass so you know, be nice. No, I'm not. I'm old. You know, you, you poke that's the, the whole. That's oh, the whole joke. Man. I'm so bad. I know. Yeah. If you see me in line with my walker and I ask you to <laughs> to to hold my spot while I go empty my catheter bag. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Help me out. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's Just take away, you know. So in other words, you should get there early, get in line, know what you want to do, don't have a shake because it leads to snack pack apparently. <laughs> And if you really want Bassif to get on a line, steal his insulin, and you know, <laughs> eventually he'll pass out, and you can skip him. Quiver on the floor. Tracy, <laughs> do, you, do you have any advice for first time? Wear hound. Wear comfortable shoes. Wear clean underwear. Shower. I believe Take, she said yes. Tracy. Take extra underwear. Is what I thought I heard you say? Tracy. <laughs> yeah. What about Tracy? What, what would you do? Don't. Think you're going to be able to get everything done unless you know what's going on where. Do your research beforehand. Don't just go and expect it. It'll all work out in the end. And always know and not the go to breakfast. Yes. <laughs> get there early. Yes. Right? Okay. Wear clean underwear. Shower. Don't share a room with Bassif. <laughs> Damn it. Use deodorant. You deodorant now, now that we've let it out that you need to get out and get there early. How many people are actually going to listen? How many people are listening uh, to this period right hey, now? Hey, hey, have some, have some faith. Okay. Okay, maybe my mom. Jeez. Well, thanks, guys. You know, I'm trying to do a good job here, you know? We're doing Got to reach the audience, you know? Trying and falling short. We tried. Yeah. Well, you know just all like, about that, don't just you? Just like uh, the little guy who was in... Uh, what? The, uh, uh, Warlock. And Warlock? Lost his mind. What's the actor who played in... The little person? The little person in that film you like. Um, 
In the film. In I what like. film? Oh, shit, the little midget guy who goes to the. Leprechaun? Warwick Davis? Warwick Davis? Warwick Davis. Somehow that's Warlock. Warlock, Warlock. Thank you very much for listening. Wow. Maybe I should take the Wonderlick test. The what? Forget it. It's an aptitude test. You wouldn't know anything about it. Wow. Look at this. Did he I get know. a zinger? We are so going to end on a bad note. Oh, oh man, there's the bad <laughs> note. Someone just wow. snack packed live in the studio. Tracy, you'd like to add anything to that? No, I don't think there's anything that needs to be added to that. Other than the fact I'm never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Strong possibility. No, did you enjoy yourself tonight, Tracy? I did. Did you? You got a good zinger in on me. You deserved it. You made Bassif look like a dirty old man. I didn't deserve it. She pointed out some Disney things. That, you know, we, we won't have her back. All right, no, fine. Help me out. I'm going to to my walker. Oh, <laughs> wrap this sucker Jeez. up. Well, stay tuned for our next show. We will have the review of Horror Hound Weekend for you. Hopefully a few interviews. Until then, I am your host, Draven. Uh, why are you pointing at me like that? Well, because normally this is the point in the show where you do an outro and say your name. Or did you forget it already? Show it to your memory loss. Thank our sponsor as well. I thanked them in the beginning. That's good enough. Yeah, it's it's all right. Okay, thank thank you to our sponsor, Graveyard Records and Movie Maniacs. I would like to say that it is awesome that you sponsor us with no money. Thank you so for reading that off a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, yes. Such good acting. I, I I was told I could read good off paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> like scripts and stuff. I'm good at that. So thank you again, Graveyard, for all of your hard work. <laughs> I am your host, Draven. <laughs> Uh, I'm Bassif, I guess. I'm Male Girl Barbarella. Tracy Quinn. Our special guest. Let's give her a hand. You did great. Come back and insult us again. <laughs> this is how Nebel is Jones, and I'm here to tell you that you're listening to the Graveyard Shift podcast. Fuck that, fuck that. Fuck that shit, I'm going off that shit. Fuck that shit, I'm going to go beat some of my bitches. Who's got my money? Who's got my money? It's in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis. Fuck. 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 Oh.